Are they not downtown? It's going to be a fun weekend. All-star weekend here on The Fan, and we got you covered. KB and Andy, it's the wake-up call, and we are on the road together. Now, this is the – technically, this is the first remote we've done. If you remember, I joined you and Jake out uh, out at Colts camp, and it was very cold, and Jake Query had a Snuggie wrapped oh, around gosh, him. How could I forget? Uh, uh-huh. How could you ever right. – for, how could you forever get uh, – A forget parka that? and a Snuggie, if I remember correctly. <laughs> but we're hanging out at the NBA crossover event here at the Convention Center for the next three hours. Uh, what a fantastic layout, a fantastic setup, and boy, I can't wait for the next three hours. And this weekend, KB, it's just going to be fantastic. Good morning you, to you. Good morning to you as well. You call this an indoor theme park? That's oh, yeah. what I would call it. Oh, yeah. And it's a basketball theme park. Exactly indoor what it is. basketball theme park here at the Convention Center. For those that are coming down today, we are what? close to Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum posters. I'm trying to get a little bit of the lay of the land here for people that are coming down to the crossover. Just so many things to do. Uh, I can't wait to walk around and see a little bit more of it. I see a uh, draped uh, IndyCar. I do. Uh, I don't know if that was the one that escorted uh, Tyrese Halliburton (laughs) with Connor Daly behind the wheel uh, down to the Bicentennial Unity Plaza last night. We've got a full basketball court over here. If I'm not mistaken, I think... I think the G League is going to have some games with their players later today. I, I Judging by the stands, I assume that's where they're going to play. I, I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong on that. Uh, but tons of activities here to do. A lot of player appearances we'll keep you abreast about throughout the day. Again, this is your, this is your spot. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I know there's some concert venues within the convention center as well. So, uh, fingers crossed we don't get the snow that might be coming a little bit later <laughs> so, today. So, so you'll like this, our uh, engineer extraordinaire, Cam. Shout out to Cam for setting us we're, up. We're, we're here, and there's a, there's a TV guy doing, I don't know if it's a live hit or if it's something that's in the can, if you will, but it was a meteorologist. I don't know all the meteorologists yet in the city. He's like, oh, yeah, it could, could be two to three inches. I go, what? <laughs> Me and Cam looked at him, and so I'm looking at the app. The app says it's going to be cold, so we'll see. It looks Salt like Saturday on the and Sunday. Salt so, on the sidewalks. Indy is prepared downtown. Speaking of the sidewalks, you'll love this. So I'm walking up. You know, I got. No, you know, I'm I'm up early. We're up. I don't want to cut it close just in case something happens. Okay, I don't want to be the the guy who's here at you know 6:59 as Mark Dykton is hitting the open. Um, so I'm out there and I'm walking up. You know, I park at the station. Uh, and I'm walking up here, and I start to hear, you know, it's very quiet on the streets of Indianapolis at about 6 a.m. So I start to hear, all oh, the workout I, people. Uh, boom. So you knew, so you know oh, where, yeah. I'm, you, where I, I'm going. I ran into them. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. They they run, apparently, at like 6 a.m. They were doing burpees when I walked by. Oh, is by. that it? Yeah. So, so they're doing jumping jacks. I thought they went on a nice, brisk run, and I'm like, like I feel like there's a better chance of me being in the NBA All-Star game dunking on Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. In the dunk they, contest, yeah, specifically. In probably. the dunk contest, than being up at 5.30 in the morning doing burpees and running now, miles downtown Indianapolis. They were decked out in Pacers and All-Star gear, <laughs> well, so it, that yeah. was a nice touch. Yeah for them. Is that an Oscar Sheboy poster, if uh, I'm looking correctly? So, yes, so that would probably mean this is where the G so League will is. be performing. Okay. Cam, is there a basketball over there? Because, you know, me and KB might have to get up Boy, shots in some of these breaks. I would breaks. love to get a shot well, the, up, yeah. The, the free throw contest is over there. Now, should we wait till 9.55 to do that, just in yeah, case probably. we get booted here from uh, <laughs> Exhibit Hall J in the convention <laughs> center? Good Friday morning to you. Thank you for spending it with us. I'm Kevin Bowen. He is Andy Sweeney. Again, shout out to Cam on site uh, for setting us up here. And Mark Dykton back in studio. Uh, We'll certainly touch on the Purdue Boilermakers last night. If you somehow went to bed at halftime or 
you know, didn't make it to the second half there. It was a flurry from the Boilermakers and a needed flurry in the second half. They're really right out of the gate, out of halftime. They were able to stave off. I was impressed by Minnesota still hanging in there. You know, oftentimes, Andy, I feel like you see teams get punched after a great first half and they just never recover. Minnesota did hang in there for long stretches, but a variety of Boilermakers making the plays there for them as they win 84-76, a game much closer, I think, than that final score indicated. So we'll hit on that today. And that was a fun event last night, man. Uh, I, I, I really enjoyed being at the Vogue. Um, it oh, was, it was awesome. Grant Hill, Tyrese Halliburton, Adrian Wojnarowski, the Woj Pod, I believe it's now live, um, and your podcast platforms there. But just a really fun event last night. And, you know, for you and I, I, selfishly, I, I really enjoy just getting out and doing shows like this or making appearances like last night. Tons of listeners there, so it was fun catching up with a variety of people. And I know I've said this before on the show, and I'm sure some people could say, you know, Kevin, you're just speaking whatever. You're you're carrying the Pacers' water. You're carrying Tyrese Halliburton's water. I genuinely mean it, and I've said this really from my very first interaction with him and just what I've observed and talking with people, I think he's different. I think he gets it. I think he gets it off the floor. I think he's a star off the floor, and I think there is a genuine belief behind his words, and he said it last night uh, to the audience out there. He has talked to many players around the NBA and point blank asked them, do you want to play in Indiana? Period. And he was honest. He said a lot of guys have told him no. But there are some guys that have told him yes, and Pascal Siakam being one of them. And it's that just, you know, he is our ambassador, not only for All-Star Weekend, but he wants to build something here. Um, And again, to me, this guy just absolutely gets it on and off the floor. Um, I think people will really enjoy that listen. I thought Grant Hill was a great listen as well. Um, So fun event last night for us at the Vogue. Dude, it was awesome, man. Uh, You know, a couple Indiana fans. You know, Indiana fans are going to corner you. You did take an early jab at the Hoosiers. So I have to to get my Woody takes uh, out of the way. But no, it was fantastic. So we we appreciate the people there uh, at ESPN Radio, uh, all the podcast people and audio people having us out uh, to say hello. No, it was fun. Uh, Woj was great. We, you know, Woj reported. We, I mean, this wasn't a huge Woj bomb, but what Danilo Gallinari? Is, oh my gosh! Is, yeah, we who, saw him tweeted out is, in the flesh. Where is he even going now? Was it was it Phoenix? I can't even I think remember it was Milwaukee, now. Milwaukee, right? Milwaukee. That's it. By the way, they lost again last night. Doc Rivers three and seven since he took over. And last night, I'm watching Sports Center this morning. He's like, we had guys that were already in Cabo. <laughs> That's a great. So basically, line. anyone not Dame Lillard or Giannis was already you know getting ready to go to Cabo. But so, a great event last night. Walk into the Vogue last night, see Woj. But you see all the ghosts of Kevin Bowen past, right? Well, sure. All, all the yeah, times yeah, yeah, you've stumbled yeah, out of the right. out of the Vogue. Yeah, probably a blurry ghost <laughs> if we're going to be fully honest of what that picture looks like. So I see Woj, and he's on his phone, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wow, my man, I wonder who he's texting, this and that. And sure enough, I look at my phone, boom, Woj <laughs> alert pops up. You I'm saw, like, you is this real happen. life? Yeah, you saw it happen. Am I seeing That's fantastic. this? Be executed, and it was the Danilo Gallinari tweet that Woj sent out. But he was great, uh, super personable, behind the scenes. And, you know, Grant Hill had a phrase. And for those unfamiliar, Grant Hill is, I forget the exact title, but basically he is the new selector from Team USA. Jerry Colangelo has passed that torch to Grant Hill. So when the Paris Olympics roll around here later this summer, Grant Hill will be the man in charge of selecting that 12-man roster for the United States. Um, Grant had a quote about Tyrese Halliburton that I was struck by 
and again, nodding my head at it. First, he he shared a story about his first interaction with Tyrese and was just immediately taken really aback by the maturity from him. You forget when you listen to Halliburton, you forget the dude's 23. Like it's like yeah, he's twenty three. I mean, who's at, got it better than him? At, Sorry, Harbaugh. Who's again, got it better than him? At twenty three, I'm asking the Vogue bartenders if they could sneak me a shot. Like, Man, I can't even. I can't. Re- literally, I was probably at a buddy's house. You know, doing what doing what you do when you're twenty three. Sure, drinking and stinking, partying, doing the stupid stuff. Drinking that you and do. stinking. I love that phrase there. <laughs> but Grant Hill goes in describing Halliburton. He's electrifying and he's magnetic. And the magnetic word, I think, is such a great description for Tyrese Halliburton. Guys want to be around him. I think they want to be around him on the floor. I think they want to be around him off the floor. I think that is a very important word in looking at how Team USA will try to construct things. Tyrese Halliburton strikes him as a dude that if you want to say to him, hey, man, we need you to be our ninth or tenth guy, he'll nod his head and say that. But when he's on the floor, he's magnetic. You know, guys gravitate to him. He gets others involved. He's the magnet both ways. Guys gravitate towards him, and he gravitates towards others. So um, it, just a really fun watch, listen to see all of that. I did have to laugh when Tyrese walked off stage and said to a security guy, man, am I tired? This is going to be a long week for oh, him. Brother, it's only Thursday night, man. It is just getting started. <laughs> he was a busy, busy man. But he only had one meeting. He said, I have a business meeting. Business meeting a- to after, go to. So after about, the Vogue. About after the Vogue, he had a business meeting yeah. to go to. You know, I've said this to you, and we have sound. Reggie Miller, Shaq, and Charles Barkley, the crew, last night. I'm sure some of our listeners went out to go see uh, the TNT stuff. Uh, we'll play that sound later on. You know, they talked about. Which was here, right? Yeah. The TNT the, stuff was somewhere I, in I believe so. In the convention. You know, they talked about, you know, the next, you know, as Kevin Durant and LeBron James, Chris Paul, uh, and some of those other guys, and some of these guys, you know, there's a next wave of, of guys, not named like Kyrie Irving, who are going to be the face of the NBA, and, and Halliburton is one of them, and it's just, you know, he gets drafted, you know, just, here's what makes me smile if if we interviewed him this would be like literally one of the only questions or one of uh, one of the only thoughts that I would like some truth serum from him so he's you know he gets drafted and Sacramento was well thought of 15 years ago. Oh, you know, Mike Bibby, we talk about that, and Peja and Vladi, and Vladi Divac always looks like... Doug Christie fighting Kobe. Yeah, <laughs> Vladi Divac always looks like he could smoke a cigarette and then just go drop a double-double, do a behind-the-back pass. And so, He's the R-rated version of Jokic. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a great, that is a great... You need to, you need to uh, copyright that. That's good. <laughs> that actually is pretty good. I might steal that. So, you know... Uh, you know, he gets drafted, and at that point, Sacramento's not even as well thought of as they are now, right? Uh, and so they're an up-and-coming team while they can build. And Woj even talked a little bit about this, and they're like, all right, we're going to build around you. And then it's like, okay, now you're traded, and now you're traded to Indiana, uh, and the Pacers are trying to do – so he went from one team that was trying to do something to a second team that was trying to do something, and you're making great money. And and things, you know, you're 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 becoming known, but in the last, you know, calendar year or so, the guy is blown up to to being a star from being an NBA player. The NBA people knew, right. but but not everybody knew. The sports world did not know. And really, I would to say being a, that guy, I, I would say a star for the first time 
in his basketball life. Like, yeah. I mean, sure, there's a level of obviously high school stardom, but I mean, he will be the first to tell you Iowa State. He was not thought of as no, but he is a he is a, f- he is a face guy. of an organization. He is a soon to be face of one of them of Team USA basketball and of the entire league and of I mean, quite frankly, everyone that was there last night had a Tyrese Halliburton jersey on. Also, I mean, yeah, I mean, there are 75 percent of the people there were were wearing Halliburton gear, new jerseys, old jerseys, whatever it may be going from yes you're an NBA guy and it's great to max deal super max face of a franchise one of the faces potentially in the next few years of team USA uh, in the NBA and then just all of the all of the different people that want your time right your time and energy and the the and what comes with that like the dude's life has blown up in the last several months and I I, I just I wonder you know his thoughts of man am I ever going to be known right when I get to Sacramento to okay now everybody knows me now now I'm a star now everyone knows me they know my dad they know my mom they you know they know my story yeah. uh, if you will and that that's that's pretty cool man that's powerful frankly I'll be shocked if he doesn't make Team USA I just oh, yeah. I, He's I just make get Team the USA. vibe it just yeah. makes total sense to me and trying to again put together what a 12-man roster looks like. And I would say the other thing I was, you know, listening to Halliburton last night. And I mean, hell, Andy, I've consumed just about every Tyrese Halliburton podcast that you could. But in listening to him last night, it was another reminder about how openly he admits, I've never played a playoff game. Like, he brings that up organically. I swear he brought that up five different times over the course of the hour-long podcast. Well, they were talking about Dame Lillard and pointing to the watch earlier in the season. He's like, hey, listen, he's a great one. I haven't played a playoff game yet. Right, but like when they ask him about, like, hey, how do you feel like, you know, the offense has evolved in the NBA, and do you feel like defense needs to be there? And he's like, well, from what I hear in playoff time, it steps up. And then, again, he openly admits, like, I can't wait to experience that. Um, If we make the playoffs this year, I feel like it's a little bit of house money because, again, uh, I'm going to play free. I'm going to play loose. I, I, I don't know what that is like and I think just his general ability to like um, admit that not hide from it not run from it Um, again he's got so many more boxes that he wants to check and he will uh, in his NBA career so busy day yesterday for Tyrese Halliburton again you saw him I mean he was on McAfee he was at Lucas Oil practicing for the three-point contest Uh, he did the Bicentennial Plaza of course with all the Pacers alumni and Larry Bird in the building there and then last night at the Vogue. So we'll continue to get you set for today. Basically, the crossover here at the convention center opens up later today. This is a great, great spot to check out. First off, it's indoors. If we do get the weather that we are potentially going to get here, you're going to probably want to be indoors for a chunk of the day. Uh, I'm going to continue to call it basketball, the indoor basketball theme park here. Um, It is an awesome, awesome setup here in the convention center. And then tonight, it'll be the celebrity game over at Lucas Oil, the Rising Stars game over at GameBridge. Unless I've missed something, it sounds like Benedict Matherin's still going to participate, right? Yeah, I mean, Matherin was doing all sorts of uh, appearances and impress, if you will, yesterday. So, you know, hopefully... I haven't seen an announcement, Yeah, I, guess, I, I haven't seen an announcement. By the way, the crossover. So here's who's going to be down here today, okay? Now, we're actually on the autograph stage. Which is funny, of course. Nobody's oh, here, so it's, a, it's except for uh, <laughs> us and Cam. Uh, Miles Turner's going to be here. 
Bill Walton. This is all at 2 o'clock today uh, here in the convention center. Miles Turner, who, by the way, shout out to him. He's been everywhere, too, yes, this week. Uh-huh. I mean, as much right. as anybody. I know Halliburton and so many of the other players are talked about. Miles Turner at 2 o'clock, along with Bill Walton and Jalen Brown. Uh, you can meet Roy Hibbert. He's at 2.15. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Looks like those guys are going to go to then. Those same guys will come to the autograph stage around 3 o'clock. I already said Roy Hibbert, didn't I not? Mac McClung will be here at 4 o'clock. A defending dunk contest. Yes, champ. sir. Obi Toppin at 4.15. And then Halliburton from 4.30 to 6 o'clock is scheduled here uh, at the crossover to be making an appearance as well. Joe Kim Noah at 5 o'clock. My man Luca as well. So, I mean, the stars are here. I'm on the NBA events. Go yeah, ahead the and app's plug fantastic. the app. You know, I've been doing it all week long. NBA Events app. That is your one-stop shop to set up your entire weekend here in Indianapolis. Again, we are live here at the Convention Center. Plenty of things for us to get to. Uh, we will re-rack that Adam Silver interview coming up here uh, in about 15 minutes. I know a lot of people, uh, when it gets to 945, you just aren't able to listen to the entire show. We had Adam Silver on to close things out yesterday. The commission was outstanding, so we definitely want to re-rack that. We'll do that here coming up in about 15 minutes. Uh, and certainly tons of hoop talk to get to today as the Purdue Boilermakers do outlast Minnesota last night. Zach Eady battling foul trouble in that first half. A flurry of threes by the Golden Gophers, but Purdue made the plays in the second half. I want to say 49 points from Purdue. Kind of that, an odd game. They, in got, that they got up half. 16 to 5 and they're down 8 at half. Well, that was funny because, like, yeah. I feel like at the end of the podcast, I checked the score and it was, yeah, it was like 16 to 5, and I put my phone away. And then, you know, we were saying goodbye to, you know, whatever, everybody there. And next thing you know, I get to the car and I'm like, Wait, they're down eight and a half? <laughs> yeah, like, what happened? How many times has that happened to, to Purdue in the last couple of years where they led by double digits early on in a game and ended up down near, damn near double digits uh, at halftime? Not too many, I would imagine. No, not at all. Good Friday morning to you. I'm Kevin Bowen. He's Andy Sweeney. Again, Cam is with us here on site. Mark Dykton back in studio. Thank you for closing out the week with us. It is the Wake Up Call live here at the crossover event for NBA All-Star Weekend at 93.5, 107.5 the fan the morning checkdown brought to you by the barbasol horizon league basketball championships march starts here at the indiana farmers coliseum march 11th and 12th jump into your uh we're at the nba crossover event let's jump into the check down here we haven't talked too much about it but we will as we go today purdue outlasting minnesota 84 76 kb do you remember we had a we had a uh, listener text in yesterday what was it 20 and 3 against the spread or yeah shout out three? to aaron yeah was minnesota aaron? a nation's best 20 and wow. 3 against the spread well count one last night became uh, 21 and 3 yeah and hell they did uh, until ben johnson's technical you probably felt pretty good about yeah. this of maybe pulling off maybe the even winning the game. 84-76, your final. Obviously, one of the big storylines of the night, Zach Eady in foul trouble. Uh, Minnesota's uh, best player, Dawson Garcia, in foul trouble as well. Post game. here's Matt Painter on those two guys specifically dealing with fouls. It changes the game. You know, no different than like Dawson Garcia having three and they didn't get him out. And then we, we were going to him. We were going to the guy there and our guy doesn't throw the ball to him which is just not a very good understanding of what's going on in the game. If you can get somebody's best player into four fouls in the first half, it's going to definitely benefit you. And it benefited us even when he had three. You know, I think back to the Tennessee game in Maui. I think back to the Illinois game very early in the Big Ten schedule. 
Zach Eady foul trouble. Purdue overcame that both of those games. You know, last night, I thought Matt Painter made a nice switch there late in the first half. He went back to Eady. He didn't self-bench him for the rest of that half there with two fouls. Oh, you can do that. You can well, do okay. that. I don't want to tell Mike Woodson that, but you can say, do that, yes. Low-hanging fruit in Bloomington, <laughs> which we've certainly hit on there. But then the second half, boom, you know, three by Braden Smith, three by Gillis, three by Lance Jones. Uh, Purdue just punched and punched and punched. So they win 84-76. Jaden Ivey in the building. He'll be in the Rising Stars game coming up tonight. It's the former Purdue product there. So Purdue wins, continues to pad their lead in the Big Ten. They will have a quick turnaround now at the interim head coach Ohio State Buckeyes coming up on Sunday for Indiana. It'll be hosting Northwestern. You see Northwestern lost last night in the I rack. did. Yeah, they're not I don't think they're gonna end up being an NCAA tournament team. With with the injuries they have there, help me here. Who's the guard they have injured? Barry. Ty Barry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they lost last night. I, I don't know. I could see I could see Northwestern and we always talk about like Indiana State. Northwestern could be one of those teams, power five teams, you start to watch as we talk about the bubble getting close to March. Bad loss though. Mark Good push it up as we move on to some other college hoops coming up tomorrow afternoon. Hinkle should have a little NBA flavor to it. It'll be Creighton in the building, Greg McDermott and the Blue Jays. Uh, they lost to Butler 99-98 in a thriller a couple of Friday nights ago. Uh, Butler rounds out this three-game homestand with Creighton coming up tomorrow night at Hinkle. That is a 12:30 tip on Fox. Indiana State back in action. It is win every game, and then you're probably you're still going to sweat it out for the Sycamores there. But again, Butler, Indiana State tomorrow, uh, Purdue, and Indiana on Sunday. That is your college basketball slate from a local angle this right, weekend. Give me another swoosh, Mark. I'll give you a couple news uh, and notes here. Naismith Trophy Player of the Year midseason list. I only bring that up because two Purdue guys are on it. Uh, Brainsmith is on this list. So uh, not the best point guard in the country, but he could win uh, Naismith, the Naismith Trophy at the end of the year, as is, of course, Zach Eady. Uh, Rob Manfred, the MLB commissioner, trolled everyone yesterday. Did you see this? He's like, I'm going to retire. In 2021. I know. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Just to get all the MLB people upset. Like, what a great 2029? I, mean, I love that. The back pain I woke up with on Tuesday means I probably won't even be on this earth in 2029. How is the back? Are you? Do you have the uh, the heater on it I, right I now? I did not or? bring the heat pack because I didn't know if I could find a microwave here in the convention <laughs> hey, center. Hey, Cam, find us a microwave. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, that, that bet popcorn machine in the corner, I can just fire that thing up I, and put I the... Bet uh, there's a, I bet there's a microwave. They'll have... They have, a you know, the hot dog and popcorn stand. Cam, you'll see it. There'll be hot dogs and popcorn and then uh, and my KB, Thermomax. KB's wrap uh-huh. will be on the rotisserie to warm up during one of our breaks here. We are live here at the convention center. A lot of people have asked again, where can I see the lineup? Those sorts of things. Again, the NBA events app, among others. And Andy, feel free to fill me in on people I'm missing. Turner, Halliburton, Jalen Brown, Tyrese Maxey, uh, Joachim Noah. Several WNBA players will be here. J- Jalen Brunson's at 530 uh, for IU fans, Cody Zeller is actually going to be exactly where we are right now. He's at 530. Should I tell him about We Grow Hair, Indy? Uh, Jacob Toppin, Bam at a <laughs> Listen, we were talking about this before the show. Poor Cody, you know, Cody Zeller. I'm not sure he ever had hair. Like no, I think I he's. Think, I think no. he was. I, like, he was losing it before I got like, armpit Like you know hair. what I'm saying? Like he was like 11 years old, yeah. and he's like, I thought this was going to fill in. And he's like, well, I, you know, I live with it. I'll is own it. Is he still on an NBA team? I mean, Boy, he's got to be, right, if he's doing this? I, I, I don't know. Charlotte? We, we, is we that all, my last we, memory of him? All, Pelicans? Pelicans? Really? I think Pelicans. Didn't he have a cup of coffee with the Heat? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's been on several teams. Yeah. Uh, he has played this season. Yeah, I mean, yeah he's currently he's on the Pelicans. He hasn't played very much. Gotcha. Interesting there. Yep. So, again, NBA events app, head to the schedule tab on that, and you'll get a great list of exactly what's going on here at the convention center. A couple other items to note. Takuma Sato, uh, certainly one of the more decorated Indianapolis 500 drivers, especially of the last decade. Uh, he has a ride for this year's 500 with Ray Hall Letterman Racing, uh, the two-time champ with that. Uh, I believe I said five birdies for Eldrick yesterday. Uh, you, look at you. Mark Dykton, how many did he have? He had five. And my five, bet, need, I needed par. three, and he hit five, so that, that worked. He did have a shank on the 18th hole. The sound of that was one of the uglier things I've ever heard. I'm trying to forget it. I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> uh, Tiger, nonetheless, made it through 18 holes. Didn't beat a ton of people, but at this point, baby steps as we get ready for Augusta National. Shocking he's injured already. He's already talking. My back, back spasms? My, well, I can relate. Lock, his back is locking. You know, it's, it's, Maybe it's, he's got it's, a baby that we don't know about. Certainly, <laughs> well, that wouldn't well, be the first time. He might. I'm like, I mean, I love Tiger, but it's like... You know, give me 18 holes without your glutes need activated or the back. Have you seen the hills at Riviera? He's not walking some golf course here. Come on now, Kevin. Kevin only got this back pain when Tiger started experiencing back pain. There's some pots. You know what? That's that. That's exactly right, Mark. They're connected at the. I was going to say at the hip. They're connected at the bad backs. His body's been through a little bit more torture than yours has. If you catch my drift on that end. (laughs) Uh, Lastly, in a nice smooth transition here, I believe if I'm looking. At the half court logo there of the G League court. I think that's where Caitlin Clark pulled up for the eighth point of the game last night for her. She breaks the record. What was it even two minutes into the game? No, it's just a few minutes. And do you want to hear how it sounded? Sure. I, I, this is from Learfield. Yeah. Dial it up. I, I think this is a terrible call. Oh, gosh. Okay. I don't think this is a very so good call. So this is the Iowa women's play by play. It is. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah. Clark. Logo three. Oh! Got it. 22 is now number one. Caitlin Clark is the NCAA's all-time scoring leader in women's basketball history. Get a little pizzazz in there, man. I, I know, man. Yeah. It sounds like I'm th- going through like an exhibit at the Iowa Basketball <laughs> Hall of Fame. I mean, that's that's going to live in infamy. Yeah, that's know. the call. The guy's in, probably been doing it for I 35 know. years. Well, his name's it, Rob Brooks. He's probably, probably had Kaylin Clark's grandma uh, doing games yeah, for her. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to hate on him, but uh, I just, but I just where's did. the excitement? But, yeah, we just did spend two minutes hating on him. 43 and 19? How many assists did you have? 43 and 13? 49 and 13? I don't have my numbers right. 106-89 was the final. That's all I know. I think Man. she had 49 and 13 or Good something for her. ridiculous last night for Caitlin Clark. I believe Aaliyah Boston, speaking of maybe a future teammate, she's on the list of appearances here at 49 the and 13. Ooh. 40, and they were over 100, right, last night? Yeah, 106-89. Oh, yeah, 106-89. Thursday, yeah. they'll be in Bloomington. Iowa at Indiana there, the rematch of a game that Iowa just throttled Indiana earlier in the year. All right, we are live here at the convention center again. The uh, the NBA crossover event is here. Late Thursday night at the Vogue for us, but we have rallied in time uh, for today's show. Again, Adam Silver, if you missed that yesterday, as we closed out the show with the commissioner, we'll re-rack that here on the other side. Plenty of basketball conversation. We'll sneak in a little football talk as well and continue to keep you updated if the snow indeed starts to trickle into the metro area. Sounds like we could get a couple of inches. Sounded like around midday is when that could start here today. Thank you for closing out the week with us. It is the wake-up call here at the Convention Center on 93.5, 107.5 The Fan.
That's right, hanging out with you up until 10 o'clock today. Reminder, Greg Regstraw going to join us coming up at 8 o'clock. We'll have some other guests uh, hanging out with us as we are at the NBA crossover event here. Uh, basically the fan event, uh, something very affordable. Come down here, everything to do now. Uh, we are Indoor to, basketball theme yeah, park. We, we need to find the three-point line, the three-point competition. That's the main thing we need to find here, uh, and we'll do so here over the next 20 minutes or so. Now, yesterday... Yesterday, uh, we had a great conversation with Adam Silver. He called in at about 9.45 near the end of the show. The NBA commissioner did great job. Mark Dykton uh, tracking him down over the last several months. So he is uh, he got in town yesterday, uh, and we had a conversation with him. Uh, so this is tape. This is tape from yesterday. I'm sure uh, you may have heard it. We started our conversation off. The importance of the city of Indianapolis and the Pacers to the NBA in the excitement of the weekend. Yeah, well, well, let me begin by by apologizing for missing my window on Tuesday morning. We had some snow in New York, and my trip got delayed a little bit. But I'm I'm here now, and I'm thrilled. You know, as I've said before, to me, first of all, Indianapolis, and I'd say for the whole state, but, but like this is the city and state that work. You know, I travel all over the place. You got you know a, a governor and a mayor and a state legislature that work well with each other, that they came together for this event. Uh, You know, we got delayed by a few years because of COVID, but everybody hung in there and and used the opportunity to make some upgrades um, to the the Gainbridge Fieldhouse and to the area around there. You know, obviously we're taking advantage of Lucas Oil while we're here. It's a city where everything's proximate, so people can walk to events. We got nice weather for being in town. And the whole NBA community is coming together. You know, the issue in our sport, of course, is we don't have a neutral site uh, world, you know, a neutral site Super Bowl or a neutral site big event other than All Star. So people mark their calendars, and and honestly, people from all over the world, not just from the uh, U.S., come to Indianapolis because they want to be with their partners, they want to be with the team personnel, they want to be with you know business associates of the league. So it's just an, a, a multi-day celebration, and as I said, I'm thrilled to be here. He is the commissioner of the NBA. He is Adam Silver with us here on the Payless Slickers Hotline. Commissioner, I know you've been at a couple of Pacers games already this season. Certainly you've been to Indy before. What do you think separates this All-Star game from others that your league has held? Well, you know, I'll, be, I'll begin by saying we started this season with what we were calling our, our back-to-basketball theme, uh, led by Joe Dumars, who is our head of basketball operations, who recently came to the league office, but of course, you know, multiple championships in you know, Detroit, both as a player and then as a general manager. And, and I think rightfully so, he wanted to make sure that basketball was front and center in everything we do. Now, that sounds like such an obvious proposition, but if you look at some prior All-Stars, people could fairly say maybe we, we skewed a little bit more towards the entertainment than the basketball. And I think the notion in coming back to Indiana, of all places, the heartland of basketball, was let's return to the traditional format. Let's go back to East versus West. Let's have a 48-minute game, and let's get together with the players and, on one hand, acknowledge that we're not expecting finals-like intensity, but let's put on a good show for the fans. It's not just for the, the, the ticket buyers here in Indianapolis, but there's a huge global audience. People, well over 200 countries, will be watching this game, and, and, and let's demonstrate for fans globally what your unique and special talents are. 
which include playing a little bit of defense. <laughs> I think it's gonna. I, I think it's great. Uh, I love some of the traditional stuff that's been brought back, and I think it's just going to be a great weekend. Adam Silver, NBA commissioner, with us here on the fan on this Thursday. I guess I, I'll ask you this, just because Tyrese Halliburton has been asked about it and he's talked about it. That sixty-five game threshold that's in the new CBA, supermax deals, postseason awards. Uh, it affects all of that. What have you made about some of the grumbling from some players, maybe even specifically Halliburton on that subject? Let me begin by saying it it was not unanticipated because when we sat down with the Players Association to come up with this new rule, the operating premise, and there was not a lot of disagreement across the table, was that we need our star players on the floor. Um, Part of it is not only we don't want to disappoint our fans, but there was a recognition that when we looked at the data over the last frankly, two or three decades, despite immense improvements in medical care, improvement in facilities, additional assistant coaches and trainers, and and every possible category that, that relates to player care, those numbers were just continuing to go down every season. Part of it was the so-called load management and, and tactical resting. But I think back to this theme of Joe Dumars, not just back to basketball, but I, I, I see him sort of with his hand gently pounding the table, saying, we are an 82-game league. We are an 82-game league. And we and the players and teams are all in this together. And so he said, on one hand, a certain amount of resting we recognize is appropriate. And, of course, there are going to be injuries during the season. So I can't claim it was scientific, but we, we all compromised essentially on the 65-game limit, which is 80% of the season. And we said for players to be eligible for certain awards, and with those awards, awards come certain financial uh, bonuses, that, 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 that is a fair line. Now, I, of course, in, in adopting a rule like that, there were going to be some players that were going to fall below the line. And, I, you know, I'd only say, you know, I've talked directly to Tyrese. I, I, I think he's, you know, in, in our direct conversations, he, he's been very – he's been a gentleman about it. I get his disappointment, um, and I understand it. First of all, he hasn't missed the 65 threshold yet. You know, he, he, he would still need to miss a few more games not to make that line. And what I've said to him and what I've said to Andre Iguodala, the former player who's now um, the head of the Players Association, let's wait till the end of the season. And, and and reassess where we are. As I said, 65 games, um, there was no magic behind that number. But, but when you think of it in a, as a collective matter, and that's what my job is, and that's ultimately what Andre Iguodala's job is, to think what's in the best interest of the fans, the 30 teams, and the 450 players, it's working so far in that if you look at the number of games that all-star players are playing up till this essentially midpoint of the season, it's up significantly. The guys are responding to the incentives. And, and, and of course, the reason for finding that, that, that 80% line was we didn't want to go too high and have guys saying, well, now I'm forced to play through injuries, and we didn't want to go too low where it didn't matter. And so if at least, you know, halfway through first season with this new rule, on a collective basis, it seems to be working. But, of course, I'm sympathetic to to Tyrese. And as I said, at the end of the season, let's look at how it all turned out and sit down with the Players Association and see if we need to make any adjustments. The NBA world calling Indianapolis home. Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, is here in Indy through the remainder, obviously, of All-Star Weekend. About to get busy, busy in the Circle City. 
Commissioner, I'd say the other thing locally Pacers fan-centric that's been a very popular topic dating back probably over a year now is how we consume Pacers games from a TV streaming standpoint. The Regional Sports Network I know has been a big issue league-wide on top of that. How do you foresee the future, uh, again, maybe of the smaller market teams or the Pacers, for example, in our ability to watch them from a TV streaming standpoint? Um we need a longer show, but I'll, 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 we can I'll go my, as long I'll as you need. Best. Yeah, I'll do my best. Hopefully, without boring your listeners, um, it's a, it's a. I'll begin by saying it's a fascinating issue because, sort of, in my evolution as a fan, as a TV watcher, we went largely from a world where, you know, you know, I'm in my early 60s, where it was almost exclusively broadcast television. Then we went the early days of some cable. Then satellite came along. Then we came to a point where people largely received even broadcast television through cable or satellite. And now along comes the disruption of the Internet. And sometimes people forget. I I think back, we've been doing these technology summits for now 24 years. We we started it in San Francisco, um, literally back to 24 years ago when our All-Star game was, was in Oakland, and talking about the impact of technology on sports. And when you think about the Internet as a disruptor, you know, and it's disrupted so many aspects of our lives. Or just think about in the NBA, it's disrupted the ticketing business completely. You know, it used to be called scalping. There's a secondary market now. You know, there's, there's you know, adjustable pricing. There's all kinds of things we can do differently now. The Internet, we can do merchandising, e-commerce, you, you name it. But what people forget sometimes is streaming is really just Internet TV. And so streaming is inter- has disrupted the sort of traditional cable and satellite television, that, that bundle that we all had been paying a monthly amount for, in, in, in at the end of the day, potentially a very pro-consumer way. And it's pro-consumer in that before you paid a set price and you got a lot of channels that you weren't watching. It was just the nature of it. That's, that's how television was packaged. Then along comes streaming services and says, oh, you don't want all that programming. You can buy just these channels, or there's things called skinny bundles and cable. And it had a big impact on the sports business because while live sports is holding up better than any other content you know, that, that's delivered on television, and my God, just look at that Super Bowl rating they just got. Um, on, the, on the other hand, there are people who are paying for regional sports networks paying for ESPN or TNT that weren't watching it. So that it, it connects also to the 65 game rule, because what I've said to the players in the old days, people just paid for cable and we were paid regardless of people, whether with people were watching it these days, when your, your, your television is streamed, you don't have to call your cable company and have them roll a truck to connect you or, you know, or disconnect you. It's just click. And you've decided that, you, that you're no longer going to receive that service. So we constantly have to be putting our best foot forward. Now, I, I would say there's a lot of positive that comes from this transition as well. One, we can produce games using Internet protocol in ways nobody ever thought possible, personalizing the games, customizing the games, giving people feeds, following particular players, getting audio commentary that is personalized to you. There's all kinds of wonderful things that will come from these changes. But what we're seeing is enormous amount of disruption. I, I, I think ultimately the, the fans will win because in the old days, not so old days, if the Pacers game was on at 7 o'clock and you were you know, at work or you were somewhere else or you were at a restaurant, you had to run home to get to the game. Now it's as simple and, and, and is taking out your phone and saying, I can watch the game wherever I am. And it's amazing the clarity. We all remember when Internet you know, streaming would buffer and it was terrible to watch and impossible to connect. It's crystal clear and beautiful now. 
And so we just got to work through this transition work. And, and you're seeing it in the marketplace, this, this enormous disruption to companies like Disney and Warner Brothers Discovery, but all these new entrants, you know, Amazon is heavily in the sports business. Uh, YouTube with an NFL, YouTube TV with an NFL package. You know, Apple has an MLS package. So that's positive. I think more technology. And at the end of the day, I'm a huge believer in the marketplace in innovation. So Content, great content will win at the end of the day, but we just got to work through this transition, keeping consumers, fans front and center and make sure there's convenient and easy ways to watch the games. Again, he is Adam Silver, Commissioner of the NBA, with us here. Commissioner, last one from me. I know there's been a lot of talk about expansion for your league and that being on on the horizon. Do you view the Pacers as a long-term tenant here in Indianapolis moving forward even after Herb uh, Simon? Yeah, I don't even... You know, I don't even want to suggest in answering the question that I even think of them as a tenant with a term. I mean, the, the Pacers are Indiana's team or Indianapolis team. By the way, you know, shout out to my friend Herb Simon, who, you know, I'm never going to say is the oldest. He's the longest standing owner in the NBA at, at, you know, over 41 years of being the owner of this team. He's been the chairman of our board. He's been involved in every committee. His son Steve is involved as well as the rest of his family. He has a partner in Steve Rails, um, who's also completely committed to uh, Indianapolis and Indiana. As I said, there's a wonderful um, uh, partnership with local and state government here. This team is absolutely going nowhere. And, it, and also, as I said before, I mean, this is the heartland of basketball. This city punches so far above its weight when it comes to basketball and the NBA. Commissioner, we can't thank you enough. We know you are a busy, busy man and juggling some schedules with the weather earlier this week. So thanks for making time for us. Enjoy Indy. And thank you for helping to uh, bring this great event to our city. Yeah, thank you guys. And thanks for accommodating me and finding another spot for me this morning. All right, there's Adam Silver, NBA commissioner, yesterday. Boy, it's one of those things, KB, where, I mean, we could have gone on and on, right? Uh, NBA, you know, the draft is going to two nights. Um, that's that's a conversation piece. Obviously, expansion within the NBA, going to Vegas, possibly uh, back to Seattle and some other places as well. But uh, overall, great things said there by the commissioner about the Pacers, about the city of Indianapolis. And I thought you had a good question about um, – you know, you know them staying here, right? The ownership group, however things work out in the years and decades to come. Uh, the Pacers being here uh, in Indianapolis. He talked about Halliburton in the 65 games. No doubt that's uh, a big piece of the puzzle. Halliburton talked about that yesterday with Woj uh, last night at the Vogue Theater. So all in all, great conversation with Adam Silver. You can find that 1075thefan.com. We just took a stroll around the indoor basketball theme park that is here at the convention center. Again, we are at the NBA crossover event. There are are so many different uh, exhibits, vendors, everyone to describe it. Uh, boy, people have gone all out. And I thought Adam Silver said it pretty accurately right there. This is their Super Bowl. Like, they don't have a neutral site finals. I mean, they find out the finals participants, what, you know, five days before the games are played. Um, so you can see they've gone all out here. Super cool fan event here at the convention center. Got up a couple shots there. Thought the form looked pretty good there. You the bank, a, the bank, bank was open. You got a mm-hmm. bank ED. You got that ED three-pointer. I got, saw Got you. the Zach ED yeah. bank going here at the NBA crossover. Greg Rakestraw on the other side. Plenty of basketball conversation coming your way. If you're downtown, stop over here at the convention center. We are here. It is the wake-up call with KB and Andy on 93.5, 107.5, The Fan. 
All right, so we're back at it on this Friday, hanging out with you until 10 o'clock. KB and Andy, it's the wake-up call, and we are live, and we're on remote at the NBA crossover event here, All-Star Weekend. Again, download the NBA Events app, and it breaks down uh, not only concerts and all that, but exactly which players are going to be here in the convention center uh, and what time. Men's, women's, doesn't matter. A uh, bunch of Pacers, bunch of All-Stars are going to be around that you'll be able to uh, – to see, get an autograph from some of them. So uh, a lot of great things going on here. The NBA crossover event. Again, NBA events. That's the app that you need shout out to, to go listener ahead and download. Billy. Billy. Billy just walked by. Yes, he so did. shout out to him. Um, we got a nice crew starting to sprinkle in here to the convention. Center. We need we to got find some shots up. What time, uh, what time is this actually open? That's what I do need to know. Oh, Camp, yeah. if you could that find, is a good question. If you find that out. Is it 2 o'clock? Two? Okay, that's Thank what I you, thought. Thank you, sir. 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. That makes sense there. Again, Indiana uh, NBA crossover, Indiana Convention Center, as Andy said, NBA Events app is an absolute must. So at 2 o'clock, this place will open. Uh, you can bring the family again today, Saturday, Sunday, uh, and have a good time with that. All right, let's jump on out. Pay less, Liquors Hotline. Greg Rakestraw joins us here on the program. And, Greg, I know, first of all, good morning. I know your schedule must be absolutely crazy this weekend. Will you be able to enjoy any of the All-Star festivities, given your crazy schedule? That is a negatory ghost rider. Um, because of the All-Star game being here, my usual schedule for this weekend now involves driving back and forth to Evansville because I will have yep. the wrestling state finals, which gets the move to the Ford Center for one year to vacate and get out of the way of Gamebridge Fieldhouse. So I am exceedingly glad that All-Star weekend is here. Um, sadly, I will not be participating in any of the festivities. Rick, I think I saw one of the first ever events in the Ford Center. Indiana, my senior year of college, played at Evansville in men's basketball. And that was a beautiful venue. I mean, hell, that would have been, what, 2012? I mean, that's a long yep. time ago at this point. But that was, man, that was a beautiful venue. Good. Uh, that makes total sense. The, the, the modern-day faithful will be out in all forces, I would assume, there for the uh, Wrestling State Finals. Correct. We believe this is the furthest south that a state championship has been held ever in the IHSAA. Usually you'll, you'll see some you know, track and field is in Bloomington for three years. Boys basketball was at Assembly Hall when it first opened before Market Square Arena uh, got going in the mid-70s. So normally everything is centrally located. We've had an occasional state final in Terre Haute. Cross country is there, but girls basketball is there for a while. Fort Wayne had girls basketball for a few years when um, Gamebridge was busy with the Big Ten Women's Tournament. So because of the rarity of this, and as you well stated, because of the tremendous passion for wrestling in Evansville, that building's going to hold about nine or 10,000 uh, for the wrestling, and they expect sellouts for all four sessions. Boy, I was going to say, wow. I remember the modern-day faithful at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. They'd have that place rocking back in the day. He is Greg Greg Strauss with us here uh, on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Again, we are live at the Convention Center for All-Star Weekend. Rake Boys sectional draw coming up Sunday, is that correct? That is correct, which is why I'm not spending an entire weekend in Evansville. Just one night and then quickly hopping back on the Redneck Autobahn to get back to Indianapolis for Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and refresh my memory, where are we at regional semi-state? I, I remember like we, we, we changed the schedule a little bit. I want to say it was last year. I know the girls are in semi-state for this weekend. Uh, refresh my memory on that. How, how do we do that? Right. Girls semi-state, 32 teams are still playing. So last year we flipped the regional from a two-game format in the semi-state to one of the other way around. And this way, 32 communities 
get to experience the fun of making a semi-state. So eight teams remaining in each class, four different sites in each half of the state. Locally, the site of note uh, would be Southport Fieldhouse because Lawrence Central, Center Grove, Franklin, and Plainfield are all still playing. And uh, just kind of the, the luck of the draw that the two Indy area teams in the far southern regional didn't play each other. And so Center Grove and Franklin both won. So all four of those teams playing in that semi-state, A, are used to playing in that building. But B, I think LC has the farthest drive to go across Marion County and play in that semi-state, which is obviously exceedingly rare. See, now I've read my email. He's going to be on, Greg's going to be on our air at 5 o'clock on Sunday for the pairing show. Right, Greg? Yeah, and Coach Lovell. Yeah, I realized yeah. Super, Super Sunday was last week. Um, but <laughs> Purdue plays at 1, IU plays at 3, pairing show is at 5, the All-Star game follows. I would say wow. that's pretty Super Sunday in the state of Indiana. Yeah. Gosh, that it, Rick, it, if I could sneak in one more on the high school boys front, and I know this is not the sport he plays, but you'll talk about this team come Sunday night. I thought I saw the other day Mark Zachary from Ben Davis was just offered by Alabama to play football. Well, this is the sport he plays. I realize, you know, he's he's um, uh, probably a, we think he's we think he's an NFL level cornerback at some point in time. Um, and even though he play goes both ways for Ben Davis. He's, a, he's probably a Division One level basketball if he went that route. Again, I, I was say, there's some David is, Bell vibes, right? Co- correct. Um, David might have slightly been a better high school player as, as a basketball player um, and maybe a better wide receiver, too. But, again, I, I really think defensive back and think of the length of Juju Brents at cornerback uh, because Mark has the blessing of an exceedingly long wingspan. Uh, he's got, which makes him a great defender in basketball. But uh, you name the school, Mark has been offered by them from a from a football standpoint at this juncture. Greg Regstraw with us here on the Pay Less Liquors Hotline. We're hanging out. The NBA crossover event convention center opens at 2 o'clock today. Uh, it's going to be open Saturday and Sunday. Bring the family. That's a fantastic. Lots to do out here. Food, drinks, uh, and everything else. Uh, Indiana State, let's talk about them, Greg. Tough one the other night. Uh, you know, losing to Illinois State. Really being down the whole game. They try to make a comeback, but they lose double digits at home to a team that's under 500. Their net ranking, if you like that, I don't know your thoughts on the net, dropped to only 28. I thought it might be a little bit more, but in your, in your estimation, their at-large bid, what do you think that loss may have done to it? If they don't win the conference to- tournament, obviously. I think that may have toasted, unfortunately. Um, and, and again, you, you point out the right analogy or the right stat in terms of, hey, the net ranking didn't plummet because it was as high as 20 at one point in time. But that would be a quad three, if not a quad four loss. Um, And the previous three losses that Indiana State had had at Alabama, at Michigan State, at Drake, nothing to sneeze at. Home loss, again, to one of the back-end teams in your league is no bueno. Uh, And so I I, I do think that margin of error in terms of that large berth for Indiana State, I hope I'm wrong about this. Frankly, I hope they don't need it. Uh, but I kind of worry that that may have went poof with that loss, again, because of the location and because of whom they lost to on Tuesday. And on paper, they probably have their toughest game left here in the regular season coming up tomorrow afternoon, a trip to Missouri State. Greg Rakestraw joining us here on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Rake, let's shift gears to Butler and their NCAA tournament chances. 
I think the resume looks very strong for when you compare that to other bubble teams. They've got plenty of quad one and quad two wins. They've got wins away from home. They don't have the horrific loss by any means. Having said right. that, you look at any sort of bracketology, it's not like they're comfortably in. What what more? Is a win over Creighton on Saturday enough? Uh, I, you know, Do you need two or three of those types of wins? What do you see for Butler here as we reach the final few weeks of regular season? Be around 500 the rest of the way. Um, I, I think beating Creighton it would, would virtually lock it, knowing they've got that road win. You've got another quality win against Marquette. By no means was the loss at home on Tuesday to Marquette a bad loss because they're going to be likely a two-seed in the upcoming NCAA tournament. Uh, I, I think anything but a lengthy losing streak for Thad Mata's team, and they are back in the NCAA tournament. I, again, um, I, I would say the same thing about Creighton I would say about Marquette. It's not like that would come across as a bad loss unless you get blown out on your own home floor. If you win that one, I think you're in. Um, I, I would say 75-25-80-20, they're a tournament team at this point. Greg Regstraw with us here, Payless Liquors Hotline. Just as a follow-up on that, you know, so many coaches, and I would love to truly know uh, what Thad Mata thinks, so many coaches complain about, you know, today's game. They complain about the transfer portal and everything else. But, boy, if I'm Butler, I like the transfer portal, do I not? I mean, you got to build a team, and if this team makes an NCAA tournament, Greg, I mean, that's that's a huge accomplishment given where this program was a couple seasons ago. Couple of things here. A lot, lot of uh, you know bites at the apple on this one. You could have stopped that sentence with a lot of coaches complain. Full stop. <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of part and parcel of the profession. Uh, we said that, that would be a lot of humans complain. Full stop, uh, and you'd be fine with that. But secondarily, you know, before the transfer portal was cool, that's been a big part of what Butler has done. Think about the last ten to fifteen years, and how many key pieces. Really, twenty years. How many key pieces of the Bulldogs are guys that did not begin their playing days at Butler University? Brandon Miller, Mike Green, Avery Woodson, Rocky Clark, uh, Pete Campbell playing at IPFW. Thank you. Uh, and I'm sure people are uh, the Gathers kid, Savage. I mean, I, I could, Robish, I could keep going. Um, and those guys had to sit out a year back in the day. Um, that has always been seemingly part and parcel. Um, it has been more rare that Butler has gotten, you know, obviously simultaneously, which explains back-to-back championship game appearances, you know, guys like Mack, Hayward, Howard, two of the three being Indiana kids, but guys that were direct recruits, um, you know, usually with somebody played somebody else first and then came to Butler and had a better experience. So, yes, there should be no complaining from anybody involved at Butler University, coach, fan, student, et cetera, about the transfer portal, uh, because, um, much like Chico Escuela said that baseball has been very, very good to him, the transfer portal has been very, very good to the Butler Bulldogs this year. Rake, we'll end with the Colts question. Greg Rakestraw with us here, ISC Sports Network. Starting Tuesday, you've got the ability to franchise tag Michael Pittman Jr. It's a two-week window that'll last till March 5th. Then free agency opens on March 13th. If I have to uh, list a, a most likely option, you think, for Michael Pittman, would you say he gets the tag and then an eventual long-term deal? He plays on the franchise tag this season or he ends up hitting the open market, or I guess you would throw a fourth one in there, they do get a long-term deal done without the franchise tag. I would rate him in this order. I would say tag to get a long-term deal done, followed by getting a long-term deal done. Uh, again, 
it's been the mo of, of Chris Ballard. Resign your own, um, and for for guys that sh- that show the toughness and durability that he has in that position, um, I, I think that makes up for any. And I'm using the air quotes here. You know, qualms about is he really number one receiver? I, I think a lot of that was answered this past year. Um, and again, frankly, the Colts have the cap space to do it. So I, 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 I think there's a franchise tag just to hold him in place. But I think a long-term deal happens sooner rather than later. Off to Evansville for the Wrestling State Finals coming up. It's another busy weekend per usual for Greg. Greg Straw, he'll have the pairing show on our airwaves coming up 5 o'clock on I, 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 I want to pause you because we talked about this on Monday or Tuesday. Do we have a date when, when, when Greg, you and JMV are going to an Indiana State game? Do we, do we have that a date for that, Sunday, or is that happening? That is Sunday, March 3rd. That is the season finale against Murray State, so local authorities have been notified. <laughs> do you think your conversation with uh, JMV will be better or worse than Kevin Bowen a couple weeks ago, or how oh, are you going to wow. kind of stack those against each other, do you think? I, I love well, my the, the, one, the one thing that in, in retellings of the buddy comedy that was Kevin and I going to the Notre Dame game back in December the 19th, is, is kind of the radio talk show host lean into making it sound like, you know, I brought up in casual conversation. You know, I was the valedictorian of my high school class. I think somehow it came up largely prompted by a question from Kevin, not me just boarding it out there like, hey, look, there's a barn. Hey, look, let's play the license plate game. Hey, you know, I was the valedictorian of my high school class. Uh, we probably won't have that conversation since, you know, John and I have, have made road trips like that together in the past. You guys are going to be talking about 80s rock and roll. I know exactly what you're going to be talking about. Nah, late 80s, early 90s hip-hop. That's much more my speed. <laughs> Rake, I love it. I already see IU fans are clamoring for Indiana State kids they won in the portal. Oh, so God. that's probably what Indiana State <laughs> has to look forward to coming up here uh, in about a month or so. Rake, safe travels down to Evansville, man. Uh, Wrestling State Finals, honestly, one of my favorite events each year. Enjoy that, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, fellas. Talk soon. That is the great Greg Rakestraw right there on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Again, we are live here from the convention center. It is the NBA crossover event. Andy Sweeney, I've dubbed it the indoor basketball theme park. I could literally stay at some of these vendors for 10, 15 minutes. They've got a full court here with plenty of stands for some G League games coming up later today. We have mentioned it all show long. We'll continue to do. Download the NBA Events app. If you head to the Schedule tab on that, you're going to see a list of players. I mean, pretty much of the 24 All-Stars, I would say half, if not more than half, will be making an appearance at some point this weekend here in the convention center. So certainly keep an eye out uh, for that. Uh, But just a really, really cool spot. And as long as Mother Nature cooperates, uh, or even if she doesn't, I should say, this would be a great place to hang out. I did see, I forget who it was. It was one of our shows in the afternoon. Someone someone called in. They were talking about, uh, you know, you're walking down the street. Maybe it was on Twitter. I think it was maybe even Scott Agnes uh, that you're walking down downtown Indy and Oscar Robertson's there and he's walking by Mike Woodson who's hanging out with Adam Silver how about that how about that how about those three names so Woodson was at Broad Ripple for overtime elite yesterday which is where Kane and Ketchings Purdue fans obviously know that name that's where he plays I mean obviously not looking at Kane and Ketchings but looking at uh, some other younger kids there that's as long as he's looking at guards I I have seen I I, I don't I don't say that jokingly um who is it? Is it Swope? Yeah, the Swope kid for Indiana State. Uh, I, I saw yesterday. That's who IU fans won the portal. 
I mean, this is this is going to be Indiana fans' life here for the next two months. I mean, can you imagine, like, uh, James Madison, you know, insert your mid-major team, pulls off the upset in March. Oh, yeah. And the leading guard guard has 24 points and hits the game winner. Right. And the first topic on Peaks.com the next morning is going to be, oh, he's got a third cousin that grew up in Evansville. We. We have a connection here. Right. I mean, NIL them, baby. Peegs and probably about 15 other teams around the country, at least, are going to be thinking the, the same thing. I did have, uh, did have a guy tell me last night, he goes, he goes, I want Rick Patino. That's what he said. <laughs> he goes, I want Rick Patino at Indiana. I go, you're damn right you do. I love but that. But Indiana fans. Can we make that happen? Indiana fans right now. Is that now, possible? They're inconsolable because they know there's going to be the Louisville job and the Ohio State job at least that are going to be open uh, at the end of the year. And there could be another, you know, if if someone from a big bigger program takes one of those jobs, which doesn't always happen, by the way, then you have another, you know, then it's the, the domino effect of of the next job that's going to be filled and they know they're going to have Mike Woodson next year I just you could see it in their eyes last night at the Vogue Theater uh, great night at the Vogue for those that missed it Adrian Wojnarowski hosted a live podcast with Tyrese Halliburton and Grant Hill we mentioned this to kind of lead off the show and we were lucky to play a very 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 small role in the introing of that podcast um but I thought it was a great event, Andy. And, and again, to me, Tyrese Halliburton, he just gets it. He gets it off the floor. He gets it on the floor. I tweeted out a screenshot yesterday of a Q&A that Halliburton did with Mark Spears, a longtime NBA scribe. And, and basically the quote was in relation to the obligation he feels to this franchise in this city to build something here. And reading the quote, you almost feel like it was staged from his agent. It, it was just – it was the perfect – answer to the question that I would guess every star in a small to mid-market gets. And I genuinely believe this. I, and I've said this for several years now since you know I've gotten to know Halliburton a little bit here. I believe that he is here to stay. And, and, and I don't know if I fully felt that with Paul George. Even the Victor Oladipo stardom I was a little skeptical of. Um, I think Halliburton's different. I think he's wired differently. And I'll go back to this word that Grant Hill used last night. Grant Hill said two very short phrases to describe Tyrese Halliburton. He's electrifying and he's magnetic. The magnetic word, I think, is such a great description for Tyrese Halliburton. I think he's magnetic on the floor. I think he's off the floor. And again, it goes both ways, Andy. Like, guys, you know, he wants to be around other guys. Other guys want to be around him. And again, that is so, so critical when you're trying to attract stars. He he told the story last night. He's like, I literally have said to other NBA elite players, do you want to play in Indiana? Mm -hmm. Like, he is actively doing this. And, you know, he was honest. He said some guys have said no, but other guys have entertained the idea. Pascal Siakam certainly being one of them. Uh, and, and this is a guy that's going to be your lead recruiter. And there are sometimes some stars around the league that either don't want to do that or they just aren't as passionate about it as Tyrese. Yeah, and I know I'm picking on him, and this is a big sorry uh, to Mark Dykton, but, rem- I mean, you remember when the Miami Heat, you know, did what they did several years ago. Remember the Chicago Bulls got Carlos Boozer. And the reason I bring that up is Derrick Rose flat out came out and said, it's not my job to help out the organization in acquiring free agents and acquiring talent. And you see how that ultimately worked out. Uh, there's and no that's doubt. a big market. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a Chicago market. There's no doubt that Halliburton is different. And I don't know which one of these – is more difficult to find 
and it's a you know it's probably more summer radio, and we didn't get the data from Anthony Richardson. But you know, if Anthony Richardson, like if he didn't get hurt last year, or let's even say uh, what happened last year happened this year, if Anthony Richardson comes out and it's like, okay, I'm not saying maybe he has a CJ Stroud year, um, but you know, maybe it's something that's pretty close. He's a different player. He's going to be running the football more. Let's say it's something that's kind of close to that. I don't know what's more what, what what's tougher in sports. The quarterback, right, and finding and drafting the right quarterback is really difficult to do. Or, you know, for the Pacers, and I would probably lean towards the NBA, or the Pacers, where they are, finding a star, like a, like a bona fide top guy in the league. And then not only that, not only having this player because they were, you know, they had the free agent money, they could money whip them, but getting a guy that wants to do it, wants to build, wants to help, uh, and, and, and gets it. You mentioned uh, getting it, and Halliburton does that. And, you know, if Anthony Richardson comes out and plays well this year, the Colts and the Pacers are going to have that. That's not easy to do. It's not. Sure, and on a, another level, the Indiana Fever feel like they've got a Leah Boston, and they could have it ten times 10. Oh, if- sure. Caitlin Clark indeed declares for the draft. Now, uh, there is a a replica three-point shootout court here inside of the convention center. If you come down here, you can shoot. you got two racks and a money ball on the court. I went over there, shot my first three in probably probably five or six years. Um, I banked it in. I've got the itch to go back and shoot another. That's fine. We'll just have Cam pick up all the stuff, and we'll just all just should do, I just a, do gr- a remote over there? Should That's I just fine? be grateful for the banked in three and move on, or should I be a true Indianaer and have the itch to go back there and shoot more? I say take it easy. Well, You've got, you got to hurt back, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? The adrenaline was pumping, Mark, a la Tiger yesterday until the shank on 18. And uh, all of a sudden, the back spasms went away as soon as I got it in my my ready position here. Well, literally, literally our show got off the air yesterday, and you laid on the floor in the studio and said, (laughs) my back. So now all of a sudden, you're nailing threes from the convention center. I I didn't Uh know you did that. You were laying on the floor in the studio? I was stretching. I don't want to act like I was in labor there. Downward dog. You I was doing some stretching, but there was one time where I all of a sudden swayed to the right side, and I thought, damn, kid, is Mark going to have to pick me up off the floor here? Again, we are live at the convention center. It is an indoor basketball theme park here in downtown Indianapolis. If we do get this snow, and I, I, what, hovering around two inches, I believe, is what I've seen starting around midday here, you're going to want to be certainly uh, inside the convention center uh, for this event. Really, really cool event. Uh, I might have a couple guests here lingering around that'll join us later in the show. But that is where we are live on remote here as we get ready for Friday night of All-Star Weekend to get you set up with all of that and a furious comeback by the Boilermakers last night in West Lafayette. Let's do a morning check down. The Morning Checkdown, brought to you by the Barbasol Horizon League Basketball Championships. March starts here at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, March 11th and 12th. All right, your morning check down. Now, we'll get to – we have another. Mark tells me we have the peacock call of Caitlin Clark's three. So, we will put that up next to the lame call. Was this Megan McEwen or no? Mark, do you know? I believe it was, yes. 
Okay, so we'll get to that. I was here actually in texting a with Megan a little bit. Uh, we, we might have her on next week when it's IU Iowa. All right, well there you go. But let's get uh, to Purdue last night. Now, got the sixteen to five lead there in the first half. Then we're down eight forty three thirty five going into halftime. Did come back winners. Outscored Minnesota by sixteen in the second half. Eighty four seventy six. Your final last night there in Mackey. Mason Gillis. We got down at half. We came back. All is good. Here's what he had to say post game. It's, it's as simple as just doing our job. I think that, like what Ethan said, everybody had been through a similar situation, maybe not exactly down 10 and a half, but we're experienced in different situations. And so when we look at each other and say we got this, you know, we believe that we have confidence in each other. And uh, we knew we just needed to hit singles. One play wasn't going to get the 10 points back, and we just needed to score, stop, and score. All right, next up for Purdue at Ohio State. Uh, you're going to be able to catch that one, 1 o'clock CBS coming up on Sunday. You know, I'm, I'm glad that you played Mason Gillis audio, and I'm glad that Gillis referenced Ethan Morton. Those are two guys that I think will go a little under the radar. for When Brayden Smith almost has a triple-double, when Edie does what Edie does, uh, those two will not probably get the first line or two of the story, but they were pivotal in Purdue ex- exiting, uh, or excuse me, executing is what I meant to say, that comeback last night. So a win over Minnesota, and as Andy said, a trip to the interim head coach-led Buckeyes of Ohio State on Sunday. All right, a uh, little lay of the land all-star-wise for today. Again, the NBA events app is where you want to be. You head over to the schedule tab. You're going to see the list of players down here at the convention center. From a uh, TV standpoint tonight, celebrity game over at Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, that will lead things off. And then the Rising Stars game. And correct me if I'm wrong, Benedict Mather. And isn't Oscar Sheboy, wasn't he one of the G League yeah, guys in that game as well? Yeah, he was picked. So uh, they do kind of a round-robin affair with that. Honestly, it's probably the most competitive aspect of the weekend. You're going to get a little bit of Peyton Manning, right? Or is he celebrity? Peyton Manning's in the celebrity uh, one yeah, of the coaches. he's one of the coaches. Remember, he wasn't the head coach, and you got mad at yeah, Shannon Sharp. Yeah, I was mad about that. By the yeah. way, did you follow Shannon Sharp and Mike Epps? I saw mate May, the, May the, nice they yesterday yeah. after uh-huh. their beef over the last couple weeks. Yeah, nice, How about that? Nice handshake picture <laughs> from those two there. Yeah, boy, I definitely needed that uh, to feel better here thank, on thank, this Friday thank morning. Thank God that happened. Uh, the, you know, amen the, to that. The All-Star Weekend bringing people together in Indianapolis. Peace, love, and happiness yes. here in the Circle City. Again, tomorrow night you'll have all the festivities over at Lucas Oil, skills challenge, three-point shootout, dunk contest, Steph Curry, Sabrina, Anoscu in that uh, one-on-one three-point shootout after uh, the NBA's version of it. And then Sunday, of course, the All-Star game over at GameBridge Fieldhouse. All right, quickly, Naismith Trophy, uh, midseason list, Zach Eady, Brady and Smith both making the cut there. No surprise, Zach Eady probably wins so that Brady one. So Brady Smith didn't make the cut uh, for that he, list? He did, he did. Thankfully, thankful enough, I thought they might troll him again and leave him out. They didn't. Brady Smith's name was on it. And Rob Manfred making all the MLB people upset yesterday, saying, I'm going to retire in 2029. And I just had to throw that in on our morning check down. All right, so Mark, what do you have here? You have the Peacock call yes. as Caitlin Clark hits this three from the logo to become the all-time D1 uh, women's basketball scoring champion. We, we can, compare, this, we can p- compare the crappy one earlier to this one and see if we like this one better. I think we like this right, one give better. Me, give me the radio one first then, which we have deemed the crappy one, so we apologize. <laughs> Iowa lifer on the call <laughs> here. Just roasting There's just not enough, en- here's not enough energy. Are this we supposed is, to celebrate basketball? This is from Learfield. Go ahead, Mark. The Clark. Logo three. Oh! Got it. 22 is now 
number one. Caitlin Clark is the NCAA's all-time scoring leader in women's basketball history. All right, I got a theory on this sound, by the way. Did he get tranquilized before that? Okay, I, I have a theory on this sound. Mark, you work with sound a lot. The yes. woman who is in the background, the analyst, yeah, the color, goes, color analyst. goes, yes! You know, she makes that noise. I bet he shushed her. Ooh. He's like, okay, you made your noise. Now get out of the way while I give you this very nuts and bolts call that will live in infamy well, I, in women's basketball and Iowa basketball history. He put his hand out like that, I guarantee it. If I'd that's the case, can we screaming from her than the 22 to 1? <laughs> Let's hear the Peacock one. Well, Mark. if that's the case, can we get him in the CBS booth with Bromo like, "Hey, you shush over there." <laughs> All right, here here's here's Peacock. Recovered by Gabby Marshall. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? They obviously stopped the game, right? Oh, they probably. I mean, for uh, I mean, after what Giannis did a couple uh, months ago, yeah, they better have (laughs) this game ball means something. Okay, you don't want the you don't want Caitlin Clark to have the alternate ball. You want her to have the real one. Forty nine and thirteen for Caitlin Clark last night as she breaks a record from a men's hoop standpoint. College basketball again. Indiana back in action after a week off. They've got Northwestern. Northwestern lost last night at the rack. So from a scheduling standpoint, that's pretty good for IU. I think IU wins. I think IU wins that game. You get a banged up Northwestern team, and you get them. You know what? Forty eight hours, seventy two hours after losing on the road. Butler has got Creighton tomorrow. It's a twelve thirty tip on Fox. Important one for Butler, as pretty much every game has been here as of late as they continue to try and pad the resume. And the Sycamores look to bounce back. They are at Missouri State, probably their toughest game remaining here this season. All right, on the other side, we'll continue to update you on what is happening down here at the Convention Center. A couple of guests scheduled to join us here to close things out. And as we've done all week long with the pop quiz, it'll be a pair of tickets to the Dave Matthews Band concert in late June and a cluster truck gift card on top of the Jiffy Lube oil change on Freebie Friday. I'm Kevin Bowen. He's Andy Sweeney. Thank you to Cam. Shout out to him, our engineer on site, Mark Dykton, back in studio. Live here at the Convention Center, it is the Wake Up Call. Yeah, happy Friday to you. We got you to 10 o'clock here on the Wake Up Call. KB and Andy, we appreciate Cam, our engineer, being out here as well. We are on the road. Uh, the mobile drivehuber.com studios today where the NBA crossover event convention center. It opens at 2 o'clock today. Uh, and like we have said uh, all week, like KB's told you, download the NBA events app. It tells you exactly uh, when and where several of the NBA All-Stars. I know Miles Turner's doing it. Miles Turner's doing a ton uh, around here this weekend. So download the app and come uh, and have a good time. This is a... Um, and it's more than it'll... just informative about where the stars are going to be. It's great in terms of like lay the land downtown, you know, rideshare stuff, transportation, yep. parking. Anything you need. Where things are going to be event wise, what's at the convention center, what's at Lucas Oil, what's at Gamebridge, uh, tons of, you know, restaurants. It, it, it might be a little bit more for the out of city audience, uh, but still, I, I think it's a great uh, app to download and just keep you abreast of everything. Yeah, a couple different things. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal, you heard that promo there uh, for Query and Company. Jermaine O'Neal, they taped an interview with, we'll play some of that sound maybe in the nine o'clock hour. Uh, there's a little teaser that's going around the internet. They put out 30, 40 seconds or so. Jermaine O'Neal at one o'clock today, they will be playing that uh, on Queer and Company. And supposedly, 
he opens up quite a bit about not only uh, the brawl, but uh, some of his, you know, some of some of his family upbringing. So you'll learn a lot about Jermaine O'Neal. That's coming up today uh, at one o'clock. Okay, so one piece of sound we wanted to play for you about forty seconds or so. So last night on the TNT broadcast that was right here in this building, uh, Shaq, Reggie, a little back and forth with the TNT guys on you know face of the league when LeBron and KD and some of these guys when their career is over. And obviously, Tyrese Halliburton was a main piece of that conversation. Take a listen. We'll react. Go ahead, Mark. You have a player here now, Tyrese Halliburton. When KD is gone, when LeBron is gone, when Steph is gone, do you think he could be the face of this league? I say yes. I think he's he's on a, a short list because he has all the intangibles. He's a family man. He's a team player. He hits big shots, and it's all about winning with him. He'll do whatever it takes to win. And to be here, when I say he's the captain now, he understands, and this fan base understands, that he involves everyone. And that's what it takes to win a championship in smaller markets. Wow. What do you think? I mean, I would agree. That is hard to um, – I, I, I can sit here and react to that in two ways. Damn, that's high praise from two of the all-time greats. And Shaquille Leonard, or Sha- Shaquille Leonard, and Shaquille O'Neal and Reggie Miller. Yeah, thank you, Mark, for that. Uh, maybe Darius Leonard. Uh, and at the same time, I agree with it. Like you know, I said it at the Vogue last night, Andy, to the crowd of like, this is a dude that averages what I don't know his exact averages, but whatever. He's averaging twenty three points, eleven assists, and it's like a one to two turnover game every night. I, I what? I mean, guys just do not do that in this league. And, you know, right there, Reggie mentioned as well, he makes big plays late. I mean, that's another area that Tyrese has been very open and honest about of like, I've never really been in those situations. Certainly wasn't it in Sacramento. Iowa State didn't really ask me to do a whole lot of that. How do guys react to that? That's oftentimes a separator, like it is with quarterbacks in the NFL. What do you do with two minutes to go in the game? What do you do in the fourth quarter? For NBA guys, what do you do in the clutch? And Halliburton has delivered. And obviously, it'll be another rung of the ladder you know, when they get to the playoffs and how he, he, uh, he reacts to that. But um, that is some very, very high praise from Shaquille O'Neal and Reggie Miller. So last night, uh, if you're just joining us, and KB mentioned it there, we're at the Vogue Theater. Uh, I don't know if you could say helping out, emceeing, I don't know, sitting there drinking and eating, uh, whatever you want to say. We were there for the Woj Pod, and he had Grand Hill and had Halliburton. And I did write a few things down you know, that I did find interesting uh, from last night. Halliburton mentioned to Woj, and again, that's up on all the, you know, the podcast platforms the Woj podcast, uh, that the plan was going back to his injury. Remember, we kind of made eye contact. We're like, is this new information? He said that the plan was for him to play in that Portland game, that that was the plan. Uh, it was not because simply Halliburton was traded for and that was going to be the first game he was going to play as a pacer. Now, he said, did Halliburton, that it just had lined up uh, that he was going to play and then Siakam was traded. The other thing that he said was, you know, the first thought was 
that he was going to be out that entire West Coast trip, which basically we kind of thought, right? When we looked at that was that original two week window. Yeah, that was that if you Woj remember. Uh, so that wasn't surprising, and he did admit, and I, I think this was pretty clear uh, by the actions. He did admit that you know one reason he and they pushed him to come back, even in that Portland game, was the sixty five game rule. Uh, and he, you know, he readily uh, admitted that, and that was obviously a conversation piece last night. The other thing that he said that I just found interesting is, and it goes back to kind of what I said early in the seven o'clock hour. How you know, I, I know he's an NBA player, but in the last year or so, his life has changed. He's went from yes, an NBA player, a little bit anonymous, to being a star, to being where you know, I mean, you have Shaq and Reggie Miller talking about him, and you know, in the next few years, KB being a face, the face of the entire league. Halliburton said that he's now journaling. That this year he started keeping a journal. How about that? Has Kevin yeah, Bowen little, ever kept a journal before? I, I, I can't say I have. Me uh, probably it's what helped me back from being a star in the NBA. Uh, self-reflection is what Tyrese had mentioned. Um, again, I encourage everyone to listen to that Woj pod. I believe it is up on podcast platforms. Please listen after our show ends today at 10 o'clock. But um, it was a really enjoyable listen between basically the first 30 minutes is just Woj and Tyrese. And then Grant Hill comes on stage for the final 30. Um, some great topics, not just specific to Tyrese, but a lot of it is, uh, but league-wide stuff, Team USA stuff, uh, all of that, and I, I, I wish I had more like profound words to use in describing it, but I just, he, Tyrese Halliburton just gets it, and, and I don't know how to describe it other than that, but Andy, he's, he's a star on the floor, and he's a star off of it, in my opinion, and unfortunately, that does take on a huge, huge meaning, particularly when you're in a market like this. That is necessary. You brought up the Derrick Rose analogy earlier of him wanting no part in whatever, attracting uh, or, or openly recruiting you know, people to Chicago. The Pacers can't have that out of their lead guy. They need that guy spearheading some sure. of those efforts. They sure. need him to be more of the college football coach than the NFL coach. No, no, no. you got to be the CEO and the brand for us, and you got to be front and center. And Tyrese said it last night. If you listen to the podcast, you will hear it. Tyrese very blunt and being like, I have talked to dudes and literally asked them, do you want to be in Indiana? And we're talking guys that are under contract. You know, I, I don't know how legal some of that is, but he is certainly... Well, if, you, if you're a player, it's okay, right? Right, right yeah. yeah. If you're Chad yeah. Buchanan, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Kevin Bridger's got different <laughs> rules than, than Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, but he's actively doing this, and that's why I have been bullish since the World Cup in the fall that Halliburton will have the ability to attract guys here. Pascal Siakam, to me, is just the first of dominoes and how that could play out, and certainly financially. Uh, things are going to get a little tighter here moving forward, but I think he's got a great shot. I'd be, frankly, I'd be shocked if he didn't make Team USA. To me, he just he strikes me as the perfect like uh, whatever ninth guy if you want to label him as that. Oh, he he's going to be on Team USA. You know, do more, yeah. but he would be very accepting of that role. And again, the words that Grant Hill uses, electrifying and magnetic, I think are great words to describe Tyrese Halliburton. So a fun event for us last night. Up at the Vogue. Enjoyed seeing a lot of listeners there as well. Fun catching up with them. All right, uh, coming up on the other side, we took our turn at a little three-point action here inside of the convention center earlier this morning. You can do the same later. Miles Turner, a really cool 
uh, local angle he's got going on here. He'll be in the building later. We'll chat about that and get you set for NBA All-Star Weekend. It really, really picks up today and obviously into Saturday with the game coming up Sunday inside of Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Kevin Bowen, Andy Sweeney, Cam, the engineer on site, Mark Dykton back in studio live here at the Convention Center. It's the NBA crossover with the wake-up call, 93.5107.5, the fan. All right, back at it on this Friday. KB and Andy hanging out with you on the fan. You miss any of our conversations, 1075thefan.com. A reminder, again, that Jermaine O'Neal interview uh, with Jake and Jimmy coming your way today uh, at 1 o'clock. All right, Michael Smith is with us. He's got a great title, head of uh, brand marketing for Starry, the official soft drink of the NBA, also putting on the three-point contest coming up on Saturday night. Michael, good afternoon, or I should say good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm doing feels like an afternoon to you. What time did you wake up this morning? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was an early one. It was yeah, that's what I figured. One. How are you, man? What's going on? Oh, I'm doing well, man. I'm just happy to be here. NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, the vibes are great. The energy's great. Um, and we're excited for a really fun weekend. We, we've called this the uh, indoor basketball theme park. Now, mm-hmm. in that title there, Andy, you forgot to mention, Michael gave me the assist earlier this morning on the bank gotcha. in three. On your BS yeah. banked yeah. in three. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, the bank was open here on a Friday, Friday morning. Come on now. <laughs> Banking hours here. Uh, so Michael has probably got the best setup here, if I must say so, of all the different vendors inside of the convention center. Michael, explain what you guys have going on for fans that do enter the building here later today. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to do so. And I did hear you call glass. Earlier, Thank you. So, Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're counting that. Um, <laughs> oh, so. you don't need to suck up to him. He didn't call, he didn't call no damn glass. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so, so we've got um, we've got the Starry Arena set up um, at Crossover in the Convention Center. We're really excited about it. And essentially, what we wanted to do was bring fans a taste of All Star Saturday Night. So Starry is a sponsor for the three point contest, and we wanted to give fans a taste of what it actually feels like to participate in the three point contest. So we've built out um, a really awesome looking LED court, um, and fans can compete. Um, we'll have two fans shooting at a time two racks plus a starry range ball um, that they will roll through. They'll have 33 seconds to make as many shots as they can. And every day, the fan who makes the most threes will win $25,000. Oh, okay. Say no more. Okay. Boy, you're going to have shooters come out of the woodwork for this. This is Indiana here. <laughs> I, I hope so. I'm, I'm expecting uh, some high scores. Now, it, more than that, uh, you also have got some connections to a couple local stars here for the Pacers, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to have NBA players coming through all weekend. Today, we are really excited. We have Miles Turner and Tyrese Halliburton coming by. Um, so some local Pacers players going to show some love. And what's really fun is while Miles is with us today, we're going to give fans the opportunity to, again, shoot on the LED court. Um, and based on how many shots they make, we're going to donate up to $33,000 to Gleaners Food Bank. Um, so oh, something awesome. we're excited I love that. about. Gleaners is obviously a staple here. 33, of course, the jersey number for yeah. Miles Turner here. That's great. I love by the that. way, can I say this? I mean, Michael Smith is with us here uh, from Starry. Man, and you need to do some, like, radio voiceover work. <laughs> uh, I mean, you do. Listen to that voice. He sounds better than us from uh, the Vogue of last he night. Sounds be- yeah. Of course he sounds better than us. Tell us about the product itself. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I will think about that as a side hustle. Maybe. <laughs> you should, um, man. We'll, Come on. We'll see what we can do. But for, first and foremost, we're focused on Starry. Um, so Starry is a new lemon-lime soda from PepsiCo. It actually launched NBA All-Star Weekend last year. Um, it's something that we're really, really excited about. It's a great-tasting product, pairs perfectly with food, and something that we think NBA fans can fit into um, their daily life. And so you know, we're excited about the product. Um, it's really about bringing a little bit of fun 
on a little bit of levity to, to the everyday, which is why we're building out weird things like LED basketball courts. Um, but it's a great brand. It's a great product. I would suggest everybody go go and try one. Um, but again, it's our newest lemon lime soda, um, and it's something we're really excited about. Now, you bring up the court. Okay, I'm going to be in the building tomorrow night at Lucas Oil for those that are there or watching it. Explain what they will see court-wise come three-point shootout time, and I guess the whole night in general. Yeah, so this is really cool, and we partnered with the NBA to create it, and obviously All-Star Saturday night is a staple of All-Star Weekend, and it in my opinion, the three-point contest is the crown jewel of All-Star Saturday Night. So what the league has decided to do, and we've partnered with them on, is taking your average you know, hardwood basketball court and turning it into actually an LED court that's going to have you know different graphics, designs, images. Um, you're going to be able to see you know stars following the players as they go from rack to rack, and it's just going to be a much more interactive experience, um, which I think is a great idea, and I think it's going to be really fun. And you know, you saw the league start with the in-season tournament this year, playing with the courts in a different way. Obviously, this is um, a step even farther. Sure. But anything that I think brings a little bit more energy um, into the contest is you know something that we're all for. And fans here. We'll get. I mean, is it fair to say like a replica of that court? Very similar court, right? So it's going to be a very similar installation. Yeah. So again, we partnered with the league on it, which is great. Um, but what we've built is not just the court, but also the backdrop behind the basket. All is built on LEDs, all really fun graphics, motion, animation. And so, you know, for, for my money, it's going to be a harder three-point shot. That's probably why I banked it in. Honestly, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, you're distracted by yeah, a little our, bit. Yeah. You know, our brand mascots, lemon lime, are popping up on the screen. Pictures of Miles are popping up on the screen. It's hard to pay attention. Sure, and the bank is open. We saw Zach Eady the other night there. And by the way, the three point lineup. You, you said start star studded the marquee event. Damian Lillard, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Halliburton, Laurie Markkinen, Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Maxey, Carl Anthony Towns. It is. I mean, it is exactly that, and uh, it'll be a fun event tomorrow. Well, night that's all I was going to ask. Michael Smith with us here from Starry. Do you, I mean, are you allowed to tell us who you think the favorite is uh, in your mind in the three-point contest? Well, he knows what city he's calling home right now well, for the next couple of nights. He's not an idiot. He doesn't have to suck up to us. If he wants to say, hey, Trey Young's going to win or Donnie, you know, Donnie Mitchell's going to win, that's okay. I got no problem with that. And you're, you're an Atlanta guy. You got to go Trey Young, don't you? Listen, the, the amount of connections for me <laughs> into this con, into this contest. So I grew up a Knicks fan. So okay. we, we got Jalen out there. Mm, okay. Don't, don't uh, be saying that very loud yeah. in this city. Hey, yeah. listen, it, it is what it is. Um, I also I grew up in Southern Connecticut, where Donovan's from. Okay. So a little yeah. bit of love there. I live in Atlanta. Tray. Um, and you have your bases covered. Yeah, and listen, yeah. I, I gave. I was lucky enough to actually present the award last year to Dame. And oh, so, that's awesome. You know, I, I can't decide what I'm what I'm what I'm gonna go with. And you know, Tyrese actually last year made the most thirty one in that points. one round. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and that actually triggered a three hundred thousand dollar donation from us. And so, oh, I wow. lo- love to see that as well. So listen, but what I will do, I'll, I'll be a little homerish on this one. I'll, I'll go with Tyrese for you guys. Um, <laughs> I want to see him win it. Um, he's such a great talent, and you know. Obviously, he's proven he's got the chops for it. With those words, now Starry will be bought by all of our listeners here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you. That's the pander to us, Michael Smith. He pandered is us, the brand marketing head of brand marketing for Starry, Michael Smith. Here, calling Indy home for the next couple of nights. Again, we are at the convention center. NBA crossover opens up here this afternoon. Really, one of the first big exhibits you're going to see once you walk in here. Just an awesome time. Hell, we're from Indiana. Anytime you get up shots, uh, you obviously want to do it. But a really cool experience over there. And again, give us those times for Miles Turner and Tyrese. 
Halliburton later today? So we have both of them this afternoon. I believe we have Miles around 5 o'clock and Tyrese afterwards. Awesome. And again, Gleaners Food Bank, Miles teaming up with them to help out here locally. Absolutely love that. Michael, thanks for letting me get some shots up early in the morning. And most importantly, thanks for what you're doing here for our city. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. That is Michael Smith, again, the head of brand marketing for Starry. We are live here. What are we? Exhibit Hall J? I think so, Is that correct? At the convention center. It is our indoor basketball theme park here for the NBA uh, crossover and all-star weekend. Coming up on the other side, we'll continue to chat about that and we'll give away those pair of Dave Matthews tickets and Cluster Shot gift card coming up on the Pop Quiz. It's a wake-up call, 93.5175, The Fan. All right, 9 o'clock hour, final hour for us of the week. We're hanging out with you. NBA crossover event. Come on down. Very, obviously, family. Uh, it's uh, the Fan Fest, basically. Uh, come on down. This place opens at 2 o'clock. Download the NBA events app. Uh, that's the best thing to do so you can find out uh, basically everything that's going around the city. And for the crossover uh, event here at the convention center, you can find out uh, when different players. You, you mentioned Miles Turner with the Starry people, uh, Tyrese Howell burn around five o'clock uh, today as well. So that's the go-to. We're going to be here for the next hour or so. And I did want to mention prices for that because I know some people have asked about that. $35 to get in. Children under 12, $20 and times, as Andy said, 2 to 9 p.m. today. Tomorrow and Sunday, you'll get 11 to 8 both days. So 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. both Saturday and Sunday here at the crossover event. Tons of not only current NBA players, but you've got current WNBA players, NBA legends as well. I believe Bill Walton oh, was yeah. on the list. Shout out to Kirk, the listener, says uh, Bill Walton ended his career with a bank shot. It's great to be <laughs> that, here, that, that, Kevin. Thank you very much. That makes me he, feel better about things. He's Thank also you, the, Coach Walton. He's, Thank you, Mark. He's Dexter. also the easiest interview ever. Oh, my God. JMV did uh, it. He asked yeah. three questions, and he talked for an hour I'm, a few su- years ago. I'm surprised he got three questions in. I mean, the, <laughs> over, the over-under was one and a half. So, yeah, it's, it's basically uh, good morning or good afternoon, Bill Walton, and then your job is done as a radio host. It's such a variety of things <laughs> to get to here today in the convention center. Uh, we're overlooking right now the court where some G League games will be played here later today. Really nice-looking court and stands already set up, ready to go. We talked to the three-point people. You've got uh, the bounce – you know, the, the like, remember the skills competition? They started oh, yeah. off with like a bounce pass area. So nothing says Indiana like a good crisp bounce pass. So you've got that set up. Uh, WNBA booth over there. Uh, tons of great just-looking items. So uh, pretty cool uh, space here at the convention. Yeah, we're the autograph spot. Obviously, they'll get us out of here. Uh, they'll tell Cam to hurry up and pack us out so they can get ready for the actual luminaries who will be signing autographs later today. But we're by the past the rock, like you just mentioned. I, I, I have no yearning to go try that one out. I'm more of a gun. I'm more of a shooter. I don't want to pass the ball. You're not a facilitator? I, I'm, not a, I'm not a facilitator. No. Okay. I have others right. set me up in the game. You I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't strike me. Uh, I, to, doesn't a couple, surprise me a couple things. Uh, I want to get back to Purdue here uh, in a second because they had an odd game last night. I guess, you know, probably not too surprising. 16-17 17 and a half point spread, a sleepy game against Minnesota. Minnesota is a fine team. We can dive into that in a second. But it just just for me, now now that we have just a couple minutes here, 
You know, I wanted to bring up, you know, last night we were at the Vogue and it was fantastic and meeting, you know, people that listen to the show, that's always fantastic. But, you know, really just you see the excitement around the Pacers and you see and you've talked about it a lot over the first two hours of the show, KB, uh, the the growth into superstardom by Tyrese Halliburton. And so, you know, I'm watching last night and you have the Tyrese Halliburton stuff uh, and you have that combined with, you know, the Pacers and we under Woj talking about how, you know, the come up, if you will, uh, for the Indiana Pacers. So you combine those two things and I know, listen, they have had injury issues here. We all understand that they they have had injury issues. But, you know, right now they're sitting there as the sixth seed in the playoffs. And then on top of it, I mean, you look at Miami, who's the seven. You look at Orlando, who's the 8KB, and they all have 25 losses. Uh, and so they've went through stretches where they've had to make some moves. They bring in Pascal Siakam, out goes Buddy Heald, uh, and they do all this. They like the next 26 games, we need to see them get going. Like, that's what it made me think of. You know, they've received so much praise the first half of the season, Tyrese Halliburton. Now I want to see them make that run. Now I want to see Halliburton play, not just in the playing games, I want to see him play uh, in those seven game series, if you will. And to me, that's the excitement, uh, the nervousness, but also the excitement the next couple weeks. Well, and you sound like Tyrese Halliburton right now. He brought that up on, I would say, five separate occasions last night, very organically. It's not like Woj and, and Grant Hill pushed him down that path. It was very organic of like, I haven't played in the postseason. It's time for me to experience that. Speaking of experience things, the great Joey Graziano from the NBA. Joey, give us that title one no, more time. I, wait, I have it. I have it because I, I have his card. You, Dude, you I, prepared. I, I still have I his NBA might have card. It. Come on. Joey, I, I He is a senior that. vice president and uh, head of global mm-hmm. event strategy and development. Did I, did I nail that? Did I get that you right? Did, but the problem has been is that I've been getting accosted around town. I've been hearing that somebody's been saying that they're me at, at bars and restaurants <laughs> around town. And now I, I think we found out who it is. Uh-oh. I, uh, you know, this is why you can't give out your business card. Well, Do I look like a Joey Graziano? As long as you're rocking that all-star jacket, you will not be taking <laughs> it all for Andy Sweeney. Uh, Joey, great to have you on again. Uh, I know you've made the rounds on our shows for the last couple of weeks, and you've been setting up home shop here in Indianapolis for about the last month. Um, lay the land. It's it's Friday morning. It's 9.07. We've got people that are like, I ain't working past noon today. Yeah. Let them know what they need to be, where they need to be, I guess, all throughout today. Yeah, I mean, today is is really one of those great days. I think the tip-off last night was incredible. Um, great energy, great excitement, and uh, and carried it over to TNT last night. And then today, at 2 p.m., you've got crossover tipping off. And I think you want to be here, one of the first people here. The merch, you recognize the jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, fly represents Fly. Uh, you got to be able to. You got to be here. You want to be able to get the first merchandise drops. We've got incredible stuff. Jordan doing the Tatum twos, uh, unveiling them today. So it's that kind of stuff, that kind of day where there's going to be these new products dropped all day long. Over 120 appearances. We're sitting right now on the autograph stage. It's going to be. Yeah, on we fire. don't belong on this stage. No, no. Not the not the three of us. No, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah. Um, so I think it's that kind of day. And then tonight, celebrity game and rising stars. I mean, I can't be more excited for that rising stars tournament. The the level of competition. Some of those young, young, transformative talents. I mean, anytime I get to see Wemby on a court, I need to be there. 
Yeah, we've called this the uh, indoor basketball theme park. Like, this is just an awesome, awesome place to be. We walked around. We had Adam Silver in the interview that we played earlier in the show. We were walking around during that. I'm like, I feel like a kid on a playground yeah. here. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to move to the next exhibit because I feel like I haven't really experienced uh, the the full one. Um Concerts as well. I know uh, T Pain surprise appearance last night at T-Pain. Bicentennial yep. Unity Plaza. Where are we at concert wise for the next few days as well? So we've got T Pain tonight uh, with Zed performing tomorrow. Great country day. I'm a country fan. Keith Urban, Walker Hayes, Walker Hayes in the celebrity game tonight, and then you've got Jelly Roll, which is sort of a, I think a star across multiple music genres tomorrow night here. We're excited about that concert in particular. We're, we're a party city. This is a party league. We want to be able to have a good Saturday night, so come out to Jelly Roll. Have and a that's big party. here, right? That's in the convention here. center? Right next door is a okay. massive, massive concert studio um, that Shaq performed at last night at MGK. Uh, so you hear that DJ story? Diesel. <laughs> DJ Diesel. But you hear a story about five girls couple flew up from Florida. Other friends came from Chicago. They slept outside. Oh, my God. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable fandom. They slept outside. It's 20 degrees outside. To be the first people in line. That big a MGK fan. Oh, my goodness. I heard the story. We texted Ernie and Chuck. They brought him up. They put him on TV last night on TNT. <laughs> These girls were, I mean, just an incredible. Good for them. Like, fandom is. Fa- oh, I fans, love it. Like, fans respect fans. Yeah. Oh, my like, gosh. It was, it was unbelievable. Fandom's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. They, to, like, come up. They bought a hotel room, and they just used it for the pillows and blankets. Just wild. Gosh, right? I'd like to say psychotic, but they're the reasons we probably have jobs, I frankly. Mean, so uh, first thank off, you for all of us have done crazy stuff like right, that. Right, I know. Um, and uh, and they did that. I mean, just to be able to see MGK, I asked them if they wanted to go see <laughs> the Grace. I asked them if they wanted to go see anything else. I was like, you guys basketball fans, like what else can I get you access to? They're like, could you get us a couple cocktails? <laughs> so it was done. Uh, they need yeah, some liquid easy. courage to yeah. be outside. You know, I'd, rather, I'd rather be outside for that than like outside of Best Buy on Black Friday for a 50-inch TV, you know, or or something like that. Uh, Joey Graziano with us here uh, for a couple more minutes. Who do you think is the best celebrity basketball player? Do you have a leader in the clubhouse? I'm putting you on the spot with that one a little bit. I mean, listen, I I think what you end up finding is that some of these guys who you weren't expecting can can, can really ball. Like, if you told me tonight that Walker Hayes put up 40, I wouldn't be shocked, right? Like, there's always the guys you knew, the Kevin Hart's of the world, right? CJ Stroud sounds like a very accomplished basketball player. Right, like we had Miles Garrett play last. I mean, and all of a sudden he throws down dunks that you're like, this dude could have played and been an athlete anywhere in any sport on any planet. Um, so I'm, there's people like that in the NFL talents, but there's always one of these guys that I always look at and I'm like, they're they're not athletes, and then they come up and can just shoot, uh, which is still gives me hope that maybe <laughs> maybe maybe there's still an athlete inside. Of one day you're gonna get the jacket off and the coach yeah. is gonna put you into the game. Okay, we are right here in the convention center again, Exhibit Hall J, uh, NBA crossover starting at two o'clock today. We're looking right out here at a beautiful basketball court. Yeah. Stands are up. G League games gonna be going on in here later today. G League Park, and I don't know if you saw the little details. So to me, like I've always wanted to create that Rucker Park feel. So if you notice right over there, those tables, you can play chess. To me, you can't oh, be in a New that. York City. Oh, and wow. the lights, I yeah. didn't even notice that. I see I these either. little touches. Yeah, that's right? good, man. I did like, not notice you that. You guys don't miss a thing. If you can't play chess, <laughs> it's not a New York City park. So this is G League Park. They're going to have their own slam dunk competition. They've got the rehearsals for that going on today. That happens tomorrow. They've also got the next up tournament. This is, I think we now have some credibility in the tournament game after the in-season tournament, now named, renamed the NBA Cup. I feel like we, we earned some credibility in that space. So the G League is going to have their own 
own tournament for teams happening here on Sunday. Gosh, so again, such a great one-stop shop here. Yeah. You're going to see you see games yeah. uh, in, in re- person. Real court, right? Real court. I mean, again, this looks legit as legit. We're sitting right here at the autograph table. You're going to get a ton of appearances. Yeah. Uh, Joey, I've been telling everybody, and you brought it to our attention last week, NBA Events app. It is the must-download. It's so informative. It's so easy to look at. It helps you map out the entire schedule for the weekend. What else are we missing? What else yeah. do fans need to know about the next three days? So to me, those 120 appearances, like you want to come out and see stars, we're going to deliver them to you. That NBA Events app will walk you through the stars. But I also, speaking of things that I'm excited about, Starry, if you haven't been, I know we've talked a lot about that. We just did it. Yeah, we did it during the break. Hey, yeah, last hour. Bank yeah. was open for me. Well, Bank hit a, a banker. Three. Uh-huh. I mean, you see they're Michael Smith on the assist. Thank you to Michael. Great, they're giving great away pass. 75 grand. It's unbelievable. Right? Yeah. 25,000 each of the next yeah. three days. And Miles Turner going to be partnering with Gleaners Food Bank, which we love from a local angle. And Tyrese Halliburton going to be over there as well. I mean, Tyrese is everywhere. He's I everywhere. Mean, <laughs> Where were them last night? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I, I was sitting with uh, Kevin Pritchard, and he was like, you know what? The in-season tournament took a lot out of us. we got a young team. <laughs> I'm like, All-Star is going to take a lot out of Tyrese. Well, he is everywhere, and he is a great representation for this city. Um, I'm so excited for him to, to come out. And there's a lot of pressure on, on that MVP. I hear the chants were the chants were early and ferocious from the from the local fans. Yesterday. Okay, well, it's funny you say that. He walked off the stage last night at the Vogue, and we were just in a back room. There weren't many of us back there, and Tyrese just said to himself, "Man, I can't believe today's finally over." Like it, it, you know, it has been a long day for him, yeah. and certainly he made the appearance last night that you're referencing in a two uh, Indy IndyCar two seater with Connor Daly, who will be in the celebrity game tonight. The Noblesville product, the Heritage Christian product. Uh, so yes, Tyrese is going to be everywhere, and you know, Andy, I'm glad you shout out Miles Turner a little bit earlier. I mean, this oh, he's is, doing everything. This is your yeah. longest tenure yeah. pacer. It's a guy that, I mean, hell, he'd be the first one to tell you he's been in trade rumor after trade rumor, and he's stuck with it, and the organization has stuck by him. So cool to see he being in the limelight that he deserves as well. Last one for me, uh, tickets. What do we need to know? Tickets, whether it be concerts, yeah. uh, any of the game stuff, maybe not Sunday. We know where that no, ticket no, is, you know, but what do you guys have popping right now? What's so great about what we're doing here is and you guys can look around and see, everything we're building is custom. And so when you build custom stuff, you end up having to be really conservative with the sight line holds. So actually, over the last couple hours, and even this morning, I'm getting a note that says, hey, tickets we didn't think we were going to be able to release, we're now releasing. So the great part for our fans is NBAevents.com. We're continuing to release tickets. Released a couple more this morning for Saturday night. So if you want to go in, our commitment remains the same with Herb Simon's leadership. We're going to put out affordable tickets, get people, and give everyone an opportunity to be able to experience this. So if you're local, you're in the drive market, you still have – tons of opportunities to be able to come on down. And again, we got a text here um, asking if uh, additional tickets for the concerts. Yes, the concert tickets are separate from Crossover. Correct. correct? They're separate from Crossover, yep. But on NBAevents.com, you can get a three-day concert pass, which will let you to go to the concert tonight, the two concerts tomorrow, and then the Little Wayne on Sunday. To me, that's the best, that's the best bargain in, in, in all. Joey, you've been outstanding with us. We can't thank you enough for not only, I guess, adopting our city for the last month and being uh, such an ambassador for it, uh, but also with our station and informing our fans. We love your energy. We love your information and uh, really appreciate the time. No, man, it's the great, greatest event city in the world. And you guys are amazing, so we're going to have a big weekend. Joey Graziano right there, Senior VP, Head of Global Event Strategy and Development. Joey, thank you. Thank you guys for having me, man. Again, we are live here at the Convention Center. It is the NBA crossover here in downtown Indianapolis. Joey Graziano uh, thanking him for stopping by here. I thought the Adam Silver comment yesterday really rang uh, loudly to me, Andy, of like, this is our Super Bowl. You know, when you think about it, and I, I guess I never really – 
I, I mean, hell, we've never had the All-Star game in my lifetime, so I guess I've never really had yeah, a reason it may, it makes sense, to though. think about it. But, you know, the NBA Finals is not a neutral site event that's been planned for for a handful of years. And frankly, for us, we've been planning for this for nearly a decade because COVID postponed it a couple of years. But, you know, this is the neutral site event. This is the multi-day thing. This is, you know, all the stars in one stop. I mean, hell, you don't even get that uh, for the Super Bowl either. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. Maybe a better question for Little Gas or Rosie or Max. Uh, what, what do you think better chance happens in their lifetime? Another Super Bowl or another NBA All-Star game? <laughs> That's a great question. <sighs> Man. Am I wrong going? <sighs> will the NFL, Man, that, let's start here. I, will, I will the NFL ever get a Midwest rotation? I know. Like, could they do one Midwest Super Bowl every decade. That seems to be feasible. And, like, okay, if you're worried about outdoors, all right, Detroit, Minnesota, Indy, right? Yeah. Am it, I missing any? It, you know, they did. I mean, Chicago's going to build a new stadium. Sure. And they're going to they, sure. want Nashville's, it. Nashville's going to get one. Whatever. Nashville's going to yeah, build Nashville's that stadium. Built. But, again, they, they have the outdoor aspect to it. I guess Nashville, I don't know, maybe you hold your breath there for mid-February. Is it, wrong to, say the, is it wrong to say the Super Bowl? I don't know. I don't know why that. That's the first thing that came to mind. But so you think better chance Super Bowl? Oh, maybe. I, yeah. I would think, and I don't know. Maybe I've listened to JMV too much. I think he would say the opposite. JMV's always been like, I don't think we'll get another Super Bowl in his lifetime. That would be the question I would have: is do you get the Midwest rotation one every decade? Because if you do, then I think you'll fall somewhere in that pecking order. Um, I feel but like yeah, it is crazy to think. It's a great question. The next three are in New Orleans. Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara and SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. And then you got to imagine by that time they're probably going to do the rotation back to like a Florida, like a Miami or, yeah, or something Miami, like that. 100%. And then by then they'll the, go back the, to Vegas pretty soon. The Titan Stadium will be built and all that. So, I mean, you're yeah. already blocked out like five years out already that, you know, the Colts have like then five year window to get the stadium, get the, get the Super Bowl back to Lucas Oil. Yeah, I'd say the one big difference with how the NFL operates with the Super Bowl versus the NBA and the All-Star game, the NBA, and I don't know, maybe I'd have to look a little deeper into this, but they aren't really in the you build a new stadium, you get the All-Star game. Whereas now it seems like the NFL, that is the way of the Super Bowl. You build the new stadium, we'll give you Super Bowl in the first 10 years. I mean, when was Conseco built? 90-whatever it was, 8, 9, I don't know, I forget the exact year on that, uh, right around the turn of the century. Uh, you didn't have an All-Star game until 2021 was when it was supposed to be here. And then again, COVID pushed it back a few years. But I guess I bring all that up and I hear Adam Silver's comments and like it probably hasn't hit me really until this week. And maybe honestly, Andy, walking around downtown on Wednesday when I came to the convention center, picked up my credential, walked over to Gamebridge Fieldhouse, you know, kind of did a loop around downtown. I mean, this is kind of a once in a lifetime event. And, and, and I hope that's not true. I hope we have this again. But again, I wasn't alive in 85. And I, I, I want to soak this up. And I'm fortunate to do that. But I encourage everybody out there, if they can, uh, to do a little something I think for this weekend. It. Yeah. yeah. And, and trust me, I will be the first one to acknowledge you look at some of these ticket prices. And I get, um, you know, getting in the building for all the events, that's not going to be feasible. I do think the crossover is a pretty reasonable experience uh, from a pricing standpoint. Uh, and even just coming downtown and, you know, bundle up a little bit with the temps. But uh, just walking around and seeing all the stuff that Visit Indy and Indiana Sports Corps and the NBA and the Pacers have done. 
I think it's worth it. wonder if the people are still out exercising. When uh, KB and I arrived today, there were people exercising outside in the 20 degrees. I wonder, we, should we send Cam out to see if they're still doing uh, jumping jacks <laughs> outside the Yeah, state? they're on a CrossFit here. <laughs> they're on the deep lunge oh, portion of their exercise. The deep morning. lunges. Burpees when I walked by <laughs> this morning to come into the building. Uh, all right, in about 10 minutes, it will be time for the Freebie Friday pop quiz. With that, it is a pair of tickets to Dave Matthews Band coming up in late June. Continue to give away those cluster truck gift cards that we have done all week long. 25 bucks there. And again, it's Freebie Friday, so with that, you'll also get a Jiffy Lube oil change. This is probably the most prize-filled Friday pop quiz we've had in a long, long time. Before all of that, morning checkdown time. The Morning Checkdown, brought to you by the Barbasol Horizon League Basketball Championships. March starts here at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, March 11th and 12th. All right, uh, winners last night were the Purdue Boilermakers, 84-76. They were down eight at halftime. They come back 49-33 in the second half. They get the win. One of the big storylines from the game, Dawson Garcia, the best player there for Minnesota. He actually fouled out. Uh, he was in foul trouble the entire game, basically. Zach Eady, four fouls. He was in foul trouble as well. Matt Painter talked about that post game. It changes the game. You know, no different than like Dawson Garcia having three and they didn't get him out. And then we, we were going to him. We were going to the guy there and our guy doesn't throw the ball to him, which is our, just not a very good understanding of what's going on in the game. If you can get somebody's best player into four fouls in the first half, it's going to definitely benefit you. And it benefited us even when he had three. Again, down what? Was it eight at half? Eight. I'm trying to think. I walked out of the Vogue and I was like. 43-35. Purdue was up 16-5 to yeah. in this game in the first six minutes. I was stunned. And then I walk in the front door and all of a sudden, bang, Braden Smith three. The Ben Johnson technical, honestly, was a big deal there right at the start of the second half. Uh, huge run there by Purdue. And they just, you know, to be fair to Minnesota, Minnesota did a nice job of punching back a few times in the second half. But every time they did, Purdue answered. Variety of guys. Mason Gillis threw out the defense by Ethan Morton. And then, per usual, Lance Jones and Braden Smith, outstanding. Edie, obviously, 24 and 15. The stat line for Braden Smith, 16 points, 9 assists, 8 rebounds. What The Bob, Co- the Bob Cousy Award should come out and be like, <laughs> we were wrong. We're going to eliminate all 10 of those finalists and just give the award to Braden Smith. Well, I mean, for him not to even make it, I mean, what are we doing here? I and mean, again, he's on the NACE, he's on the player of the year list. But he's not on the list for best. That is a great for, point. For now, how many people guard. were on the Naismith? I list? mean, it's a number of them. It's what twenty at least, twenty-five. I well, mean, that's not very many when well, you consider it, okay, ten points. Well, there guards. might be thirty. I, I don't know. I could find it, but I mean, you understand what I'm saying, though. Still, I mean, it's still not a lot of guys that are uh, that are on the list. Uh, can we get Mr. Koozie to somehow say, uh, Braden Smith? Here you go. Yeah, we we can work on that. But you're right. Gillis was good last night. Edie again, twenty-four and fifteen. Brady, um, uh, Braden Smith. Was, was was great. I mean, Kaufman right nearly had a double-double. And you're right, Minnesota, you know, Minnesota, they're down big. They punch back. They then take the lead, and then it's a close game where they're, I mean, you know, they're, they're tight with Purdue until the final couple minutes. Yeah, it was a very entertaining basketball game last night. And Mackie, quick turnaround for the Boilers. They will travel to Columbus. That is 1 o'clock CBS on Sunday, of course. First game for Ohio State without Chris Holtman. 
Uh, speaking of other hoops from a college standpoint this weekend, Indiana will play right after that on Sunday. That's an FS1 game against Northwestern. The Wildcats lost last night at Rutgers, their first game without Ty Berry. Obviously, Purdue fans will remember the guard for Northwestern going off for 25 against them. Uh, he was out for the year uh, due to a torn meniscus. So we'll see how Indiana responds with a full week off. If I remember correctly, I think Gus Johnson said the other night, Andy, that Xavier Johnson caught up with them pregame and thought he'd miss a couple of more games. So I don't think the expectation is Xavier Johnson will be back for this one or even uh, next week they got a midweek game against Nebraska. Um, So that is the lineup for Purdue and Indiana. They're both on Sunday. Butler and Indiana State both on Saturday. The Bulldogs host Creighton. Uh, That is a rematch from Butler winning in Omaha a few Friday nights ago, 99-98. Uh, so very important one for the Bulldogs as they try to bolster that resume. And Indiana State, they look to respond at Missouri State. A decent Missouri Valley team. Uh, that'll be a big game for Indiana State. Obviously, the rest of them are all big if they want to have any, any at-large shot come Selection Sunday. One more swoosh, Mark. Uh, do you want to report on Tiger Woods? Uh, the final I, item here? I was pleased okay. with Tiger's efforts yesterday. Five birdies I liked. Um, you know, a few too many bogeys for my liking, but still, um, for his first round and several, several months, I will take it. One over par for Tiger, and uh, we'll see how he does today. I always like when he tees off a little bit later in the day, get the back activated. I think Tiger would love if I said, get the glutes, glutes. activated. Get the glutes activated. Get the glutes activated. <laughs> Plenty of time this morning. God, Tiger! No, that is not the shank on 18 yesterday that Tiger Man, had. It, it was an that, ugly finish. Yeah. I love like the media guy was like, I'm not going to say the word. And Tiger's like, it's okay, I shanked uh, it. That is a like, forbidden like, word on like, the golf course. Like, like the media guy couldn't say, hey, you shanked one there on 18. Come on. A little hazel rocket for Tiger to close out his round. A couple other items of note. Takuma Sato. <laughs> At times, watching Takuma Sato drive, I think it's Tiger-like. Two-time Indy 500 champion. He's got a ride for this year's 500 with Ray Hall Letterman Racing. And last night in Iowa City, Caitlin Clark, she shot that one from Des Moines, right, for the record? She did. Uh, Pulled up from Des Moines there. Eight points in the first two minutes of that one. So she breaks Kelsey Plum's record for the all-time leader in women's scoring. And now... We await. Do we do we feel like it's a foregone conclusion she's going to declare for the WNBA draft, or are we nervous? I mean, I I, I feel like it is, but I, I mean, you know, I don't know anything, but I think it is. I mean, do we on. need uh, the McCaffrey kid to stay with her relationship wise? He's the video dude for the Pacers. Well, I mean, if that's Fran's what we, son it, it, dates Caitlin yeah, Clark for those we, unfamiliar. If that's what we need, that's what we need. Then, I mean, as a community, we got to rally around this young man. Tamika Catchings, Christy <laughs> Sides, Lynn Dunn going up to him. <laughs> I mean, you're making it sound like he kind of wants to break up, and he's like, "Well, no, you know, I know nothing I, about I, the relationship. Okay, if, but if we break up, she'll stay in Iowa for another year. She'll and stay in Iowa. Off of me. <laughs> she'll be a Las Vegas ace the next yeah, year. Everyone be mad at me in Indianapolis. So he made it sound. No, I, you know, we love their relationship. Whatever makes them happy. I hope they they had a great. Oh, Screw that. Day. It all hinges on us. Whatever, whatever gets Kaitlyn Clark to be a member of the Indiana Fever. Come on, Connor McCaffrey. You can't screw this up here. Oh, It's all on you, Connor. No pressure. Uh, pop quiz and a few. A lot of prizes to give away. 317-239-1070 for that. We'll do that next. Studied. Can you handle the pressure? Sharpen your pencils. It's time for the Pop Quiz with KB and Andy. Brought to you by Jiffy Lube, Indiana's favorite oil change since 1985. 
All right, pop quiz time. Uh, KB, I don't know if you've looked at the pop quiz. And uh, back at the station, Mark, I don't know if Scotty is uh, is in there with you. He's not. Olympics and Daytona 500. So good luck. Good thing it's <laughs> good thing it's a freebie Friday uh, with Jiffy Lube. So whoever we get here is going to get quite the prize pack, uh, that Jiffy Lube oil change. We have the two tickets coming up in June to Dave Matthews Band and a $25 gift card to Cluster Truck. Reminder as well, with Cluster Truck, truck uh type in the fan on your next checkout 25 percent any orders off 25 dollars uh or more but this is a difficult one i don't mind saying it this is a difficult one not yeah, gonna be this easy. is a joke but yeah. uh thankfully again we got a lot to give away with the pair dave matthews tickets the cluster truck gift card and as you said freebie friday jiffy lube oil change i mean there's Andy a downhill Sweeney. skilling question for god's sake Downhill skiing. Yeah. I, again, you could tell me that name was made up, that 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 first name there. Um, yeah, and I would totally would agree know with that. You. Uh, uh, let's go with a number, Andy Sweeney, one through eight. What do you got for me? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, we did three-point contest. You banked in a three. Let's go with caller number three. Mark, who we got? Adam. Hey, Adam. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. How are you? You seem to be in a great mood on this Friday morning, Adam. I guess you just won some great prizes. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I thought yesterday's pop quiz was hard. You know, two NASCAR questions, a freaking 1936 Olympics question. You only made it harder for me, but I'm ready to go 0 for 5. Let's get it, guys. Look at Adam just fully embracing it. I like that. I like Absolutely it. fully embracing right? it. Adam, where? Uh, what part of town do you live on? Oh, man. You know, it used to be called Home Place, but now it's called Carmel. So, like, I want to say Carmel, but I don't want you guys to think I live in, like, a McMansion. Does that make sense? Gosh, the Carmel <laughs> jokes, they can, they can write themselves. Uh, what what yeah. part are you on the east side or west side of uh, Home Place? Oh, man. It's, like, four blocks. So, like, you know, right up on, like, the 465-96 area. That's where I'm at. Oh, that's pretty much Marin County. Yeah, absolutely, man, for sure. Yeah, you might just tell people you live in Washington Township and move on with that one. Sure. Well, Adam, congrats on the prizes. Uh, your expectations for the pop quiz seem to be through the roof. And uh, yeah. Andy Sweeney, you want to throw number one out? All right, let's go, man. Question number one. The NBA All-Star Game returns to the East versus West format after having captains pick their teammates in the last six games. I love, by the way, that it's when East versus West. In those first 66 All-Star Games, who leads the all-time series? Is it the East or the West? Oh, man, the West. What's that guest name we have on for the Pacers? Oh, yeah. Um, Tony does a great job. Well, Tony. It's got to be East, right? East. East. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tony. All right, Adam. Two players in NBA history have been named most valuable player of the All-Star game four times. One is the Hall of Famer, Bob Pettit. Who's the other? Michael? Big O, Kobe, LeBron. LeBron. You sure? Your silence tells me everything. No, I'm not sure at all. Maybe Michael. Michael. You sure? <laughs> nope. Big O. Hometown. <laughs> all right. Hey, it doesn't so matter if he gets it right. He got all the prizes. So you sure, all, Adam? He got all the prizes anyway. Kobe. You sure on the Big O? No, I'm not. God, Great job, right, two wow. for two here, uh, yeah. and well, now the, and now the difficult ones begin, brother. That's back-to-back back shows where we had to exhaust here. all four options on a question. 
No more. NASCAR and Olympics are all yours. You're supposed to keep the mulligans for NASCAR and for the Olympic, not on the NBA. Uh, Anyway, question number three. The field field is set for Sunday's Daytona 500. Of those drivers in the field, which one is the active leader in Daytona 500 wins? Is it Jimmy Johnson, Austin Sindrick, Matt Kenseth, Denny Hamlin? Jimmy. Okay, number four here, Adam. Uh, Petty Enterprises holds the record for Daytona 500 wins with nine. Richard Petty won seven of those with Lee Petty winning the inaugural race on the Super Speedway in 1959. That's a sick question. Who won the other Daytona 500 for Petty Enterprises? What a great name. A, Pete Hamilton. B, Bobby Hamilton, C, John Andretti, or D, Bobby Labonte? Oh, man, if we're playing the great name game, it's got to be Bobby Labonte. Bobby been old enough? I, I, I mean, not to pretend like I know anything about NASCAR. I just feel like Bobby a little bit more recent. All right, let's move on. Question number five. 40 years ago today, so 1984, Bill Johnson became the first American to win the gold medal in Olympic men's downhill skiing. Okay, whatever. Name another American to win the men's downhill at the Olympics. Is it Johnson is the only one, Tommy Moe, Andrew, is it Wiebrecht or Bodie Miller? Oh, man, Bodie Miller, but I thought he did the slalom. I'm going to use the test or quiz to pass the quiz. I'm going to say the guy that you named is the only person to ever do it. Boy, I respect the hell out of Adam for that thinking there. I do, too. He's wrong, but I I appreciate it. So, you know, sometimes. Oh, what'd you teach, Adam? I don't know if you'd call it teaching, but uh, like high school history for a bit. Well, that's certainly teaching. Where at? Oh, out in Richmond, so, you know, like an hour east of here. The Red Devils? You got it, yeah. And it used to be one of the biggest uh, gymnasiums in the game, you know, for high school basketball, too. You know, I saw a picture of them hosting, I want to say it was Kokomo, which would make sense, Florida Badunga a few weeks ago, and the gym looked packed. I think they've had a bit of a resurrection. I know they've had a few down years. Uh, but, yeah, I think they've had a little bit of a resurrection here. So, sectional draw coming up, by the way, Sunday, 5 o'clock there. Adam, great sport. I, I guess great effort. Certainly your expectations were not high coming into it. Congrats on the prizes. Andy Sweeney, the ones he got right, the East. Yeah, he got number one right. Um, boy. I guess he got two did, right. Did he get number two right? We, You really held his hand. We listed every option before we got to Kobe Bryant. L- literally, uh, it was an then, 0, for I, 0 for 5 effort if we didn't help him. Yeah, yeah. We, we enjoyed the energy and the banter, but it kind of was an 0 for he 5. He spoke it into existence, it, it, didn't he? He really did. Uh, the most active uh, wins uh, in the Daytona 500, that would be that would be Denny Hamlin. He has three of them. He said Jimmy. Uh, he meant Jimmy Johnson. He had two, but that's not the right answer. Care to take a stab at the line for Sunday night? West or East favorite? What Ooh, do you think? I love it. I love it. And, I'm gonna, and I'm, then you got to guess the over under, which is even better. Oh God, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the West is favored by oh I don't know maybe uh, six and a half. West favored by three. Okay. The over under for the 2024 NBA All Star game. Let me think. Uh, 
Uh, let me let me do some calculations here. He's literally yeah. pulling out the calculator. Mark Dykton, off the top of your head, what do you got? He's probably on the phone with that. Yeah, he probably is. I'm going to say what? What did you three, need to know? What three thirty and a half? Maybe three thirty-five and a half. Mark, what do you think the over/under is for Sunday night's All-Star game? Oh, geez, uh, three twenty-eight and a half. <laughs> Three sixty-two and a half. Oh, oh man, man! That we're back to playing four quarters, twelve minutes. We're not resetting the the score. We're not, I believe. Yeah, we're not elementing it. Because I went okay, one seventy, one seventy, three forty. Right, that was my starting off point when I thought about a line was the game being in the one sixties, one seventies. Uh, but boy, they think it's even more than that. I've wow. got a bet that I will be laying down for tomorrow night. I'll share that with you on the other side. We'll close out one final time. We're live here at the convention center, Indiana. Uh, obviously, the Indiana Convention Center. NBA crossover here at the convention center. The wake up call with KB and Andy on 93.5, 107.5, the fan. Uh, the NBA having us out here. NBA crossover event. We are in the convention center. The festivities today will begin at 2 o'clock, and we can't tell you enough. Download that NBA events app, okay? Uh, it gives you a great schedule of everything that's going on from concerts. And then, you know, if you want to get uh, an autograph or a glimpse of uh, the All-Stars, including guys like Miles Turner, Tyrese Halliburton, you can do so. Find that app, uh, and they'll be coming through here over the next few days as well. You heard uh, that promo from Query and Company. They're having uh, Jermaine O'Neal on today at 1 o'clock. Everything I've heard is supposed to be uh, a great conversation, so cannot wait for that as well. JMV coming your way today at 3 o'clock. Uh, fire away. You said you were making well, a bet. Kevin Bowen's making a bet yeah. for, for, is it for Sunday night or the weekend? No, or Saturday what do you do? night. Saturday so night. Saturday night. Okay, um, let's again, go. To set up the weekend for everybody again, tonight, Celebrity and Rising Stars game. Tomorrow night, that's when you'll get dunk contest, three-point shootout. Again, Steph Curry, Sabrina, Benoscu head-to-head at Lucas Oil. You also get the skills competition. The Pacers have a team in that of Halliburton, Benedict Matherin, and Miles Turner. And then, obviously, Sunday night, the game. I could have sworn when the odds came out for the three-point contest earlier this week, I could have sworn that Halliburton was really low on this list. Uh, now I'm looking at it and things have changed. I don't know, maybe after he said yesterday that he had practiced at Lucas Oil, he all of a sudden got bumped up. <laughs> the favorite to win the three-point contest is Damian Lillard, okay? Okay. Plus 390, so 10 bucks to 139. Halliburton is second on that list at plus 450. I could have sworn I saw him at plus 650 earlier this week. Well, I mean, maybe things changed. Some big time, some big time rollers like you came in. They said we're going to, you know, mattress Mac, and right, uh, said, "Hey, sure. we're gonna, we're going to move this line a little bit here." You can't pick Halliburton, Lillard, Trey Young, Malik Beasley, Carl Anthony Towns, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson, Laurie Markkinen. Uh, I am going Trey Young. Plus uh, five fifty. Going for Trey, Trey Young. Young. That's going to be who. If we remove Tyrese Halliburton out of it, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Trey Young. Lillard, defending champ. Carl Anthony Towns two years ago. Does that? Yeah. Sound see, right? I like t- Towns. Would be another one I, I would what think about marketing. I like marketing. I got he's no your, problem with marketing. He's Markkinen. your best odds. Plus yeah, he, uh, yeah, that's not a surprise at all. But if I'm trying to get some odds, and I'm going to go with a, maybe a smaller guy, maybe doesn't get as tired, you look at Trey Young. Um, if we moved it back about seven feet, that would be – I would definitely take Trey Young if we took the three-point line and moved it back to damn near half court. Uh, and Towns is a good one as well. But I'm going to go Trey Young. How now about the that? the skills competition is an interesting one. 
You've got three teams for this. The Pacers have a team. Again, mm-hmm. Halliburton, Matherin, Turner. The other two teams, you want to talk about a star-studded lineup here. You've got team all-stars. So these are all all-stars. Tyrese Maxey, Trey Young, Scotty Barnes. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good trio. That is a pretty good trio. How about team top picks? Okay. The third of the three teams, Webb and Yama, Paolo Boncaro, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, I like that. By the way, Anthony Edwards, I was reading something on him. Apparently he's like he's not a huge like like drinker or partier, but his vice is he loves going to the casino. So he's like, Yeah, I'll take twenty racks up there and if I lose twenty K I'll walk away. I know when to walk away. Well <laughs> I'm like I'm like Shelbyville, <laughs> French Lick, Anderson, <laughs> yeah. Winter Circle. So, someone someone needs to be sending Fair a Fair warning. Someone needs to send a car is what I'm trying yes, to say. Right. Uh, to, to Anthony. It sounds Edwards. like room in the back seat for Anthony to, uh, uh, I, I would take that? the I would take the maxi team there. Well if somebody you made told me, me and I for, I apologize to the listener who tweeted this at me <laughs> earlier in the week. The home team so, in this case, obviously the Pacers. Last year would have been the Jazz. I think right. the year before that was Cleveland. The home team has had a team in the skills competition each year, and the last two has been won by the home team. Oh, okay. So, there's pressure then. So, okay. Halliburton, Matherin. I mean, you know Matherin. If oh, he's yeah. healthy, he'll go full throttle. Oh, I mean, Matherin, I think, I mean, listen, he was looking good. He was doing all the press stuff. He's good to go this weekend. There's no doubt. What would be the over-under a minute's play for Halliburton on Sunday? If you had to oh, set it. Because we asked Carlisle about that, if you remember. Yeah. He, he gave a politically correct answer, but he's like, well, you know, you got you to gotta trust the, you know, I mean, how many trust minutes, the well, I mean, let, let's, let's, let's do some math here. I love doing math on the yeah, radio. Let's it makes do it. Just well, for I just did radio it. here. Okay, so you got 48 minutes at each position, yes, right? Yes, you so do. So 48 times 5 is 240, correct? Okay, yeah, you got correct. got 12 guys on the team, right? Okay, so a little division. So 20 minutes a man. Okay. So the is the over under then nineteen and a half, twenty and a half, twenty one uh, and a half. I'll go a little higher. Okay, for him. I am too. Hometown guy. What if it's a close game? He's got to be in, right? And to be fair, his minutes restriction has increased, right? What I mean, he was up over thirty minutes, yeah. a couple times, yeah. I know. Last night he mentioned again. We were at the Vogue last night. Um, Cam alerted me during the break. The Adrian Wojnarowski has tweeted out that podcast. Must listen. Just a great insight from Tyrese Halliburton with Woj. And I thought Grant Hill. Grant, that was a fun listen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Grant Hill is like. Informative, um, candid, and like told some funny stories. I was laughing at several of the Grant Hill stories from last night. For those unfamiliar with what Grant Hill's doing nowadays, he heads up Team USA, so he'll be the the picker of the uh, United States Olympic team coming up in Paris in 2024. Uh, but that podcast is out. Uh, but we were there last night, and Halliburton had brought up. You know, it sounded like he feels like he's like 90 ish percent. Not all the way there, but certainly is creeping to that mark. Again, the Pacers will not play until Thursday. There'll be a lot of home games coming up for them when they return from the break. 26 games to go. Uh, they'll start with the bye game. They get the Pistons out of the break. No, is that, I, I was going to say, I need to look on who they get coming out of the break. It's the old Pistons. Well, by the way, do you see who was my man who punched? Did you see that? The Pistons player who punched the Suns player? Isaiah Stewart yeah. punching Drew Eubanks. I so Isaiah Stewart's s- the one who tried to fight Draymond a couple years ago where everyone does the meme where he's running, you know, he's running assistant coaches over. If I had to make a list of <laughs> ten people in the world I don't want to get punched by, Dude, I would say Isaiah Stewart would fall about four or five on that Dude, list. Dude, no kidding. It's uh, uh, Eubanks. I, and, uh, man, I'm just forgetting his Drew. first name. Is that what it was mm-hmm. on the Phoenix yeah. Suns? He's like, yeah, he punched me before the game, and I was thinking the exact same thing as you. So what I- happens before the game? Is this like a Travis Kelsey throwing Justin Tucker's cleats to the side. Well, like, I—I mean, is what there beef is I, there? A, is there a girl we need well, to talk about? I, that's what. What usually is the issue? 
If there are two NBA players well, who are on two different... I don't different, know. I can't say I've been punched okay. in an NBA no, arena no, before the but game. But if there before. are NBA players who are, you know, one's in Phoenix... KB, and one is in Detroit, so it's not like these guys are playing five times a year, okay, and and there was a verbal altercation that led to a fight. What do you think it's about? What do you think it's about? I'll give you I'll give you one guess oh, to yeah. save your life. What do you think it is? Well, I mean, there's pass AAU, beef. Uh, <laughs> well, whoa. if you remember Major League Baseball, Mark, help me here back at the studio. Who was it? It was, um, I'm blanking on the names. Remember fantasy football? Oh, yeah. Jock Peterson yeah. got mm-hmm. slapped yeah. by, yeah. and I'm blanking on who I it know. was. That was the best thing that happened to baseball in five years. <laughs> well, and Who it, was that, Mark? God, I'm looking I'm, at I'm It blanking. was Jock Peterson. I'm trying to see who else. Tommy Pham. Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was outstanding. That was absolutely outstanding. Again, we are live here at the convention center. Things started to pick up pace. Uh, doors are going to open at 2 o'clock. We have dubbed it all morning long. This is your indoor basketball theme park. I'm literally looking at like all these vendors, and I'm like, can I just like hang around here for the next few hours? Like, uh, Literally, I, I, I want to stop at so many of them. Um, I saw a customized – I don't know if you walk to the back of this exhibit hall. They have a customized Jordan apparel. Vendor. Oh God! I mean, that is going to be trying to make me spend a paycheck. That is going to be a popular, popular. You know, downtown yesterday. I don't know exactly what it. We should have asked Joey Graziano. um, Foot Locker had a massive line yesterday. So something got released. Some. I mean, something got released yesterday. I mean, the line was probably about fifty deep. I mean, the NBA apparel. I mean, it's no. I mean, obviously, all these individual players with their own, you know, brands and. Um, again, this is just a great spot here. There'll be games going on G League-wise. We're overlooking. looks like they're putting some lines down on the basketball court here. Over here right now, they'll have some G League games later today. Uh, it will feel like a broken record, but we've said it now for several days. NBA events app. Go to the schedule tab. A who's who of players, legends, uh, WNBA players. All will be in the building this afternoon, tomorrow, and Sunday as well. So check out the schedule there. Um, and they'll continue to update that. And as Joey Graziano from the NBA said to us when we had him on a little less than an hour ago, Andy, they're starting to release a few more tickets mm-hmm. to some of their respective big events. He said Saturday night, right? With us? Yeah. Some of the he, dunk contest he, three he, point? He did. I didn't know exactly how many, but it made it sound like it was a nice but amount. Check out NBA events. Yeah. Again, check out um, the, uh, I believe there is a ticket tab within that app if you're looking to get a last minute event there. And I just hope, a couple things I hope for. Obviously, safety. I feel like that's probably something I, we, we, we should mention, certainly with what happened earlier in the week in Kansas City and then on a much, 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 much lesser scale. I uh, hope Mother Nature cooperates a bit here. Sounds like we could get a couple of inches of snow starting around lunchtime. As I was walking over from our studio on the circle to the convention center this morning, sidewalks were salted like none other. Oh, yeah. So they are bracing themselves for a little bit. And it's just a bummer, like the one day that we really get chilly weather here. In fe- I mean, I feel like if you look at the next week and you look at the previous week, we haven't had temperatures like we're going to have today and tomorrow, unfortunately. So... Hopefully the bitching and moaning isn't too much from the NBA people. <laughs> well, I mean, you are right. Last week was 60 degrees, 65 degrees and sunny. Almost wore shorts into the – didn't you – did you wear shorts into the studio? Oh, I'm not that crazy. Uh, okay. But I might if I need to stretch uh, out my back may, a little may, bit more. Maybe Cam did. Uh, but uh, but next week is supposed to be nice as well. How is the back as we get out of here uh, today? It, it's okay? about a six and a half. Okay. Yeah. Starting to get better. Well, uh-huh. I'm, I'm Mark wor- did not help me stretch, though, yesterday. I'm worried about you. Now I'm officially worried about I you. I just ordered some vitamins that I was told. Oh, about. my God. Uh, You're such you're an old, old man. 
I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm much older than – well, not much older. I'm 39. I'm older than you. My body's in better shape. No, I don't work out at all. I swear, it's from picking up these damn kids. Uh, thank you to Adam Silver. If you missed him yesterday, we re-racked that at 7.30 today. Thank you to all of our guests all week long. Mark Dyson, great work. Cam, again, on site, setting us up. He is Andy Sweeney. I am Kevin Bowe. Everybody enjoy All-Star Weekend as best you can. We are going to recap all of it on Monday, again, with College Hoops with Butler, Indiana State Saturday, Indiana-Purdue on Sunday. And certainly all-star recap. Everybody have a safe weekend. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you Monday.